The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee. Tell her what we say. Come. 
you feeling iry, iry, iry They keep your vibe cool in the party, party, party And if you love it, then come follow me, follow me, follow me Big every time, party, party, and the one JD Vibes them cool Since when we come in, it did Vibes them cool Long way make you jump and pass Vibes them cool Root boy just put down in a hide Laugh them calling us big every time Vibes them cool You sit when we come in, it did Vibes them cool Long way make you jump and pass Vibes them cool Root boy just put down in a hide Laugh them calling us big every time Amanda, Robert Pinkley here. I guess you finally get to hear my voice <laughs> from South Texas. I've got that Oklahoma draw because I've been in Oklahoma since I left the islands when I was 12 years old. Um, everything here is running. Everything's open. The only thing uh, in South Texas that it seems like they have uh, remandated that you must wear a mask anytime you're in public. Um, most of the restaurants are open up at about 25% capacity, 50% capacity. Traffic out here has just gone back to normal. Um, most everywhere I go has gone back to normal. Um, not a huge presence of protest down here either. I've seen a few, but not much. Other than that, just living each day as best I can. Um, working as hard as I can until my regular full-time job comes back online which probably won't be till sometime next year as it seems like they have canceled every concert out there for this year um, i do have one small gig i get to go drive nelly yay for nelly i get to drive him down to uh alabama he's got a concert down there and then drive him to dallas texas for uh a small venue that he's doing there so they're letting some concerts go back they're limiting the number of people and most of them are outside other than that we're just uh hanging out enjoying the beautiful rain here right now and the hot humid nights mahalo to you the patrons amanda everybody you're uh what kind of keeps my spirit alive over here i'm really missing going back home this year i didn't get to go back to hawaii looks like we have plans for the end of December, but who knows if everything's going to be open up then or not. So, uh, once again, keep up what you're doing, Amanda and Wade. Love you guys. Appreciate everything. And mahalo. How's it? And welcome to Living the Aloha Life podcasting, Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. Right on. And we just came into some old school Jawaiian, and that's what we're going to be doing today. And that was just Vibes Dem Cool by B-E-T. That sounds like some fun stuff. That is some old, what, 90s, I think? And that's what we're <laughs> going to be playing today. I was going to be playing some 90s good old classic Jawaiian. Perfect. A right little on. uplifting. Yeah. And uh, we just came into, also, we came into listening to uh, Robert's voice message. Finally got to hear his voice. Finally. Thank you, Robert. He has such a sexy voice, doesn't he? That southern draw. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> and it's good to hear what's going on and to see what's happening in Texas right now. And, um, you know, it seems like things are opening up, but, you know, the, the demand is you got to wear masks now and stuff. But Texas does seem to be getting a lot of cases right now. So yeah. please be careful, Robert. 
and uh, good luck at eventually getting back to work in the new year. So that's cool that you get to take people like Nelly around. That's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds really fun. I know, right? So last week we did a little contest to see if any of the patrons could come up with the meaning of the middle song break to get an extra gift when we make our shirts and hats for September. A few patrons came up with the words like prejudices, kuleana, heaven, and a few others, but Jacob got it right. It was right under everyone's noses, and the word was... Aloha. Exactly. Congrats, Jacob. Yep, exactly. And, and, and the thing is, is that when you listen to the words, everything that that song makes up is essentially the meaning of last week's podcast was the bubble of aloha. Exactly. I think everyone, did everyone not just get that? I think everyone just didn't get that. <laughs> overthinking it. We were, yeah, they were overthinking but it. But you have to remember too that aloha, it goes back to aloha meaning a lot more than just hello or goodbye. Exactly. It means love, but it takes it so much further. And the song, like you said, it's a perfect description of aloha, of, aloha. of what it means to Hawaiians. Yeah, I mean the island of love. Exactly. Now, when you listen to that and it says, you know, take me to the island of love, love is what aloha, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the island of love. So it's really aloha. Absolutely. Right on. Okay. So a not too good subject. Here we go. <laughs> Suicide is up by 42% since the same time last year. That is so scary. Yes. And it's obviously because of everything that's going on in the world today. So we'd like to talk about that and just, you know, mention that if you guys are feeling depressed or down and happen to be listening to us please email us if you're not just feeling good about life amanda and i have been through a whole lot of shit in our lives yeah i've been through a lot of hurt she's been through a lot of hurt we've just been through a lot of shit you know and we've experienced and seen a lot of things in our lives so if you want to talk we'd love to talk to you guys don't hesitate to um to reach out to us don't we know i mean the crazy thing is you know we were just doing a cleanup the other day yeah remember i mentioned to you and it's funny, it was right after the Aloha Bubble podcast. And I go, look at that guy over the end of the park. He has yeah. his hands up to his head. And he's in a, like a crouched position. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should go talk to him? Yeah, And I we know. went around the other side, cleaned up some trash, and looked around. He was gone already. Right. I mean, we missed that, miss that opportunity to go talk to that guy. Like, I was just, he doing okay? I just wanted to give him, like, five minutes to see. Like, I wasn't sure if he was upset or if he yeah. was just taking a breather. He vanished. He, yeah, he went Literally away. Literally, <laughs> away from the park. He was just yeah. gone. Like, we saw him with a backpack, and he was just sitting there with his hands up to his head. And we talked about that in that podcast last we week. Of, uh, of a person exactly like that. And it was only five minutes before we could get over to him. He had gone already. So like learn you could from lose us. It. Yeah, learn from us. Don't don't we? If you're don't not hesitate. sure, just go ask. We should have just went right up to him and asked. We, we should have waited. We should have. Even if we were doing something, which we were doing a cleanup. Right. Even if we were doing something, put everything down and just kind of walk over and, how you doing, man? Yeah. Or how you doing, ma'am? Or anything. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Okay. Well, in different news, Hawaii has officially made the announcement that we will be reopening schools on August 4th for the new school year. And what's all that about? Yeah, so <laughs> it's interesting. You know, school starts pretty early here, um, especially compared to like East Coast or whatever. So it's coming up really fast. They waited until only one month before school starts to make the announcement. And, and yeah, and from what you're seeing with the was the DOE, they, they don't have they didn't really have their act together. Well, who who was it? Was it was it the state or was it the school system? 
who knows? Probably a combination. I, they just don't know. Like nobody has answers here. Nobody knows what to do. So what it comes down to, it sounds like, is that the decision is that each school, each individual school is responsible for making the decision of how they want to open. So it could be in person, it could be virtual learning, or it could be a combination. But every school can do things differently. When is this decision supposed to happen? I believe that like administrators are responsible for um, having something in place by July 7th. Ooh, that's only a couple of days away. Right. So we should wow. be hearing soon. But, you know, it's going to be difficult for families that have students in different schools, like an elementary age student and perhaps a middle school age student in the same yeah. household and perhaps they're going to be on totally different schedules. I don't know. It's going to be definitely um, an adventure. <laughs> I saw the most scariest thing just in, I don't know if it was on Facebook or somewhere in the news, but of Thailand school systems, what they're doing. Oh. They're putting each student, there's no distance in between them, but they're putting each student in a square plastic bubble. Whoa. It's it's insane. That's crazy. Is that is like is this a joke or is that really what they're gonna do? Because I don't is that the future? Because that's a really scary thing to say. It is horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. So I mean, obviously the school system's not gonna do that here. They're not gonna do that in the United States. But a lot of people right now, it's just not Hawaii, but it's also the mainland. You know, mothers are really having to make hard decisions on what they're gonna do. Are they gonna continue to work? They've, they're trying to do, to do um, what you call it, teleworking, right? Right. From home, and they're being told to come back to work. But they still have their kids but at home. But they still have their kids. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Are they going to give up their career to take care of their kids? And then, then you only have the husband you know, making the money, and then it's just like everybody's going to get broke. It's going to be a problem. And then with schools reopening, I'm assuming a lot of schools are going to do an in-person class model as much as they can. And all yeah. it's going to take is one case, one case of COVID within the schools, and it's going to spread like wildfire, and they're probably going to end up closing down again. And we're actually kind of preparing for that because it's not really a matter of if, it's more of a matter of when. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's... I don't know. The well, first what do they? What would they do if, let's say, a teacher was tested and they got COVID? Do they just test the other teachers? They just test the teachers in her vicinity or just her students? How do, would they even go about doing that? I don't even know what to do. Like, how would they do that? You know, that's so interesting. I actually recently had a professional development workshop. It was an ethics training, and it was all about COVID-19. Yeah. And there were cases that we were discussing, like, what to do if a student's teacher dies of COVID. And then um, also, like... Because they're older. They're in the, right, the teacher, right, right. A lot but of teachers how are older. do you, like, what do you do? How do you tell the students? How do you handle, like, grief counseling and all of that? It's oh, going to wow. traumatize them. And then... Another scenario was um, something like, you know, the confidentiality piece, if they need to do the tracing because you work with a student right, and one of you right. gets COVID, whether it's you or the student. And, you know, it's all very confidential work that we do as students. So how do you handle that? Like, is it okay to give the names of all the other students you've worked so with? So it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a nobody has the answers. To answer your question, nobody has the answers. It's a learning process. We don't know. We will see. Yeah, so if we have anybody out there that are teachers on, in the mainland, uh, even here in Hawaii as well, let us know what are your guys' plans? What are your school systems doing? Because it's it's going to be kind of messy come August in September. It truly yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so also we'd like to mention that patron and friend Vince has a daughter who's going to be having heart surgery. We believe in positive energy and prayer. 
I'm sure you all believe in one or the other, so could we all send Vince's young daughter our prayers and positive energy for his daughter's surgery to be a success and for her to be healthy. Yes. Please just take this moment right now to send her your positive energy. We love you, Vince. We love your family. And we're all one big ohana here. Yes, everyone. Right now, we're going to just do a moment of silence real quick. Let's all send that positive energy to Vince's daughter. Are you ready, guys? Yeah. Now. All right. (laughs) Right on. Okay, so now we're going to get into the state of affairs in our country. We don't want to make this a long thing. Let's be quick. Let's be quick. Where are we, do you think? Have we gotten past this now? (laughs) Where are we in Hawaii or where are we in general? Because Hawaii, well, Oahu is not doing so well. (laughs) No, I mean Oahu as in the state of this country as in between the riots. Oh. And and those things. Yeah, yeah. We're not even talking about COVID now. Okay. You know, like where are we? Like where is the country? Are we more separated than ever? Oh, yeah. We we are. (laughs) We're more separated than ever. We're not any better than we were. I feel like we're the worst we've been. Ken, is there anybody in the room that will raise their hand that wants to be a police officer right now? Isn't that terrible? I know. Is there anybody? Do we have, do you think that we have any chance that any kid growing up right now wants to be a police officer? Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, we're talking about that. We're also talking about the issues with race and all this other stuff, statues and all these other crazy things. We're not going to get into a big thing about it. But, you know, now they want to change names of teams. They want to do this. They want to do that. And, you know, it's really getting to a point where I'm exhausted personally just trying to follow it all no not only person <laughs> yeah not only following it but i'm personally not only exhausted i'm close to like shutting down like it's gotten to the point where you can only take so much in and you get so frustrated and just listening to the bickering back and forth that you want to just shut down and then when anyone comes at you you're like you know what i just don't want to talk don't have about the energy it. and then someone may come out and really piss you off and say what do you mean you don't want to talk about it you know, and it's it, as if you don't care. We do care. It's just like... It's can, just too much. It's too much. So everybody, so let's just chill. Let's just turn off the news and go grow a garden or whatever that song is. Fucking go grow a garden. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, so just chill out on this. I know a lot of you are on one side or the other, but how about just backing away just for a little bit? Just find some love. Chill out. Find yeah, some chill love out. in your hearts. <laughs> you know, if someone comes up at you and says something horrible and just says, you know, I love you too, that's just just do it, you know, and, 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 and try to pull yourself away from this negative bubble, which is the completely opposite thing that we talked about last week. Because <laughs> we don't want to get in. Yeah, we don't want to get into this. Pull yourself away from that negative bubble and negative people, okay? Now, the other thing is mask or no mask. Hmm. This has been a big dilemma, a big thing that, and, and you know what? I'm not even going to say it's a political thing, although some people who are political will say it's political. I'm saying, do you wear a mask or do you not wear a mask? In what case do you believe you wear a mask? Um, definitely when you're inside and in close proximity to a lot of people. Okay. I think for your own benefit that you need to, but on the flip side, mm-hmm. Do you want to share about what you recently watched? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is with wearing a mask and that I stick by is that you are sacrificing your own health. If you are young and healthy, you are sacrificing your own health for the health and security of the elderly, the seniors, and the kapuna. You want to make sure that they're safe. 
even though you're going to be inhaling your own bacteria and your own carbon dioxide and everything else. So when you wear a mask, you've made a decision. This is also affecting my health. There's many things showing that wearing certain masks, cloth masks and things like that are also affecting your own health by keeping your own bacteria inside of your mask. Carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. Is that what I just said? You said bacteria, which is yeah, also bacteria, true. Yeah, bacteria. Yeah. Bacteria and carbon dioxide and things like that. So you have to be really conscious of how long you're wearing your mask for. So if you go inside, you go into store, try to pace yourself within 30 minutes to get out of that store and get that mask off. When you're outside, minimize wearing a mask at all unless you're in a group of people outside. Right. Obviously, you want to be safe um, and you want to be respectful of others, but... It seems like, yeah, it can cause dizziness. It can cause... Young kids aren't doing Headaches. If headaches, you wear it for 10 hours, you know, or nauseous. even if you just wear it for one hour. You know, we have a patron, Nicole, who is a nurse. Yeah. And um, I was talking to her recently and she was saying, you know, she has to wear... What are those... Um, the N95 N95 because she's a nurse and yeah. she has to protect herself too. And she's been really struggling with um, feeling lightheaded and just not feeling well. Headaches, dizzy. And the thing is that she, you know, she's wearing it from a period, long period of time. Right. And um, the N95 mask is really the best mask to be wearing. And it allows like 95% oxygen to get into the mask and out. So of all the masks, that's the best. The thing is, is Joe Schmo can't get those masks. Right. But even Nicole was saying when she's in the ER, yeah. I think she said that she has to wear that particular mask yeah, if and you're, she, it was making her not feel yeah, well. Yeah. But if you're wearing any mask, even the M9, N95 mask for, for eight, nine hours, that's not good. Yeah. So I, I, I agree that it's got to be causing problems when you wear it for that extended period of time. So if you guys have to wear a mask and if you're, let's say, you're a hairdresser, or you're doing something where you have to wear the mask inside or you're a cashier or anything, um, try to manage to get a break every like half hour to an hour and just get outside for five minutes, breathe for a good five minutes, and then come back in and put the mask on because you don't want that continuous carbon dioxide and bacteria going right back into your lungs. Yeah. So... You know, wear a mask, not to wear a mask. Well, there's times to wear it and there's times not to wear it. But don't go saying, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not wearing it. Don't spread your germs to others. That's not fair, especially Kapuna. Exactly, exactly. So happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. I don't know how happy it was. It was a really weird one. It was completely bizarre. Guys, were your fireworks canceled too? Because ours were. And Hawaii loves fireworks. So normally, everybody just lights their own fireworks anyway. Normally, you could just sit on your lanai and watch them all night long but guess what none zero fireworks last night well not only that also the fact that the fireworks for fourth of july in hawaii is not as big as the new year's because of course of course well hawaiians don't really (laughs) celebrate fourth of july because they never wanted to become part of america no (laughs) no forced upon them and they're it's It's, not it's still unoccupied group of islands supposedly and so i totally understand i totally that. get it too. but regardless they do love their fireworks they do. And normally on the fourth of july there are fireworks exactly <laughs> so it was a weird one here it was okay so the other thing is you know we, we discussed it a little bit right last week about the august 1st opening for hawaii right our cases are going up pretty substantially We just had word that we have cases in like, what, 10 different towns around the island of Oahu. That means it's massively spreading. And let's be clear, it's massively spreading on Oahu. Yes, (laughs) only 
Oahu, yeah. whereas the other um, islands have maybe two to three cases right. or less. And we have like 30 a day. So I'm surprised that the other <laughs> the other islands haven't said goodbye and, and, cl- and closed inter-island travel again. Like, I'm surprised. Like, if they start getting more cases, they may go to Ige and say, you know what, we're closing our island off again. Yeah. Because you have a problem over there and you need to get it under control and we don't have it under control. I wouldn't blame them. No. And now we want to open August 1st while the mainland is exploding with cases. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. There's way more or less people dying now. Okay. Right. And, and and we totally understand that. But there's way more cases. And when it comes to Oahu, we have a, a huge amount of the people who actually live on this island are elderly. Right. And that's going to be a big problem. Now, we really respect our elderly I don't want to say more than other places, but because we have Kapuna here, which is the elders, especially Hawaiian elders, who are very susceptible to this uh, uh, mm-hmm. virus, they hold, you know, generations full of knowledge. Right. And when you get rid of a Kapuna, you could say you're getting rid of a a mage or just, you know what I mean? Like I someone, someone who is like has had stories passed down generation to generation and when you lose them you lose all the stories because many of the stories are not written down it's true so that's why it's very important in hawaii that we don't open august 1st and yet it looks like they want to open august 1st but you know what's so confusing is now you watch the news and they're saying if we don't get our cases under control on oahu we're going to start to shut down again well how are you going to open tourism and shut down oahu at the same time Oh, my God. It doesn't even make sense. And then... There's so many problems with the way they want to open up, too. Put one more layer on top of it. That will be the same week that schools reopen here. It's a disaster. (laughs) It's a disaster waiting to happen. So, of course, me, I come up with some brilliant idea. I pass it out to everybody. I spread it to many as people as I can. Many business, small business owners here, they spread it. They were spreading it for me. Uh, I sent it to the governor, the mayor, uh, the lieutenant governor, sent it to city council, sent it everywhere about what we would do is we would not open August 1st. What we would do is we would open the NFL and all 30 teams to create a NFL bubble in Hawaii that would play in the Aloha Stadium and all 32 teams would live here and be residences for five to six months. They would bring really good money to Hawaii because Mm -hmm. they have money. You know, it it would be staff, it would be the players, it would be the players' families. The kids would go to school here for six months. It would be, you know... Uh, you know all the doctors all the cameramen espn everybody would be here it would be like who wouldn't want a vacation and here they, and have a season here absolutely and they could sell the tickets and make money that way they could to do the every, games yeah, i mean it yeah. would be wonderful for our economy i think it's a brilliant idea it would be amazing and it would be a good solid ten thousand, probably total people that would come here and let's be honest that's about as many people as would be coming here if if we open to the mainland except all of them have covid this would be controlled. Everybody would be tested, Everybody, of course. All the players would yeah. be tested. Because, you know, and you know, the thing is that the state wouldn't have to pay for that because the NFL is testing their own players. They would want to ensure that they're all safe. So it just makes sense. The money they would bring, the hotels they would be staying in, the condos they would be staying in here. I mean, we would make more money from bringing the NFL here than we would opening tourism again. I, I, and yet, yet, the nobody's, governor. Nobody's, nobody's biting your idea. <laughs> like oh yeah that would that would really be an ambitious project and I'm, I'm like no it would be a project that we could actually do and now that the nfl has pushed the season back to october because they're afraid of how they're going to start the season because it's all it's going to take is one team mm-hmm. I know Let, let's say like, now florida is exploding 
when the New England Patriots go to play Miami, do you think they really want to go down to Miami? No, of course Hell not. Hell no. Do we want Miami coming up to New England? Mm, nope. No. <laughs> do we want them to go to New York? Does New York want uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go up there? I mean, there's a lot of problems here, <sighs> and I don't know. One, if Tom Brady got COVID, you can just forget it. That team ain't playing now. And then they, they, they could be out of a game for two weeks. They would lose two games. I don't know how the season's going to work. And if they brought them to Hawaii, they could have a complete season and play completely safely. I totally agree. I think it was just a brilliant idea. Why are people here so afraid of a little work? It's just a little work to have safety and, and prosperity and open the economy again, but open it to the NFL, who has more than enough money, more money than vacationers coming here. Yeah, for sure. And they would be buying everything, and they would be going on tours, and they would be doing this, and they would be doing that. And it just, it blows my mind. They're not getting back to me. Legislation and, and, and these bigwigs are not getting back to me. I'm not getting back to any of the small businesses that put this out there for me. And I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sorry. It was a really great idea. Oh, boy. So that means we're going to take a quick little break and then we'll get into the podcast <laughs> right on all right hey how's it and welcome to the aloha life podcast you're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show without our patrons like you we wouldn't be on the air so if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the aloha life and thank you so much for your support all right, we are back, and of course, we're like 25 minutes in, and we realized we never told you guys what the name of this podcast is all about, but the thing is, is obviously it's in the name of the podcast, so you're listening for a reason. Yeah. So it's Places to Live in Hawaii. We're going to do all the islands, at least the main four islands. Right. And uh, there's a lot to cover here, so we, we had to make some decisions of what we were going to talk about, how we were going to talk about it, and I think each island will talk about them maybe, maybe a little bit differently, but... Um, Hopefully, we'll answer most of the questions that people have if they either want to move here or vacation here or whatever, if they want to, you know, an extended vacation or um, live or buy in Hawaii. Right. I mean, obviously, we couldn't include all options. We can't do everything. So we try to choose, you know, apart from, you know, different sides of each island. Yeah. I mean, if we actually did everything, you know, this probably two to three hour podcast would end up being well. six hours. I don't know what this is going to happen, but... We're doing a lot of long podcasts, a lot of free podcasts for people. I hope people appreciate this because you can't get to all this kind of type of knowledge for free these days. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you okay, got? Okay, well, obviously, we're going to first be talking about Oahu. Why would you live on Oahu? Why would you live on Oahu? Well, Oahu is a great place to start when you first move to Hawaii. I think yeah. it's easiest to get a job for sure. It's a good foundation. It's a good foundation. It's also closest to what you're most used to coming from the mainland because it has all of the, um, you know, stores. Yeah. It's slow pace, but it's not as slow pace as the other islands. It's, it's not. And it has all the shopping and restaurants and nightlife that you're used to. Yeah. Um, but it also has an amazing diversity of landscapes which i love about oahu i Beautiful love that beaches. i can live in a tropical jungle and in 10 minutes i'm on a white sand beach you know i love that about oahu yeah you could be in a complete rainforest jungle and in five to ten minutes you're you're in the city exactly that's you and, yep. and that's oahu and you're only like five to ten minutes away from the mountains or the ocean that's exactly or the si- well obviously you know sure you're away from the city but no matter what, at the furthest away position, you're about 40 minutes away from the city. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're as far as you can be. And it's a huge draw for me just because, like, I love being able to one day, you know, 
be on a white sand beach and then, I don't know, maybe I want to go to up the mountains on an amazing hike. You could just do it all. And then you want to go for a wonderful five-star dinner. Exactly. And boom, you're there within 15 minutes. You can do it all in one day. Yeah. So, I mean, there's many reasons why you would choose Oahu. And I think a lot of people choose Oahu first if they first initially move here because it's not such a shock (laughs) from mainland living. And every it has a little bit of everything that you would want before you would decide that you would want something more low key. But man, is it expensive! It is. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it, it's it's more expensive on Oahu than any other island. So that's the issue, depending on where you live. So, for a one bedroom on average on the island of Oahu, you're looking at about you know now now listen, we're kind of measuring you know the average. Right. So it's you know you can of course you can get a one bedroom for twelve hundred or fifteen hundred, but it's going to be a shithole. I'm being honest with you. It's true. It's probably going to be a studio with a wall that's going to close your room with no views. With no views, you know maybe concrete views. I don't know, but so if you want a one bedroom on Oahu and make it feel like you're actually in Hawaii, it's probably going to cost you about nineteen hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Yep. A nice one bedroom. Now this is the uncomfortable part. You need to be making a minimum wage of $38 an hour to survive on the island of Oahu. And what is minimum wage here? Minimum wage is eleven, twelve dollars. <laughs> so sad. So essentially, what you're doing is, if you're living on Oahu and you're making, let's say you are making minimum wage, eleven or twelve dollars an hour, you're probably living with four or five other people. Exactly. Just to pay your rent. And that's what you have to consider doing if you don't make enough money to, you know, pay your own. Yeah, money. and that's true, right? Exactly. And there's so, no shame in it. No, I so mean, not here, not for everybody that's here. The majority of people have roommates here or live in multi-generational houses. It's the norm. It's it really a different is. way of living. Here. Different way of living on the islands here. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into each area that we pref- would prefer to live or maybe you guys may be interested in living. Uh, Kane Ohe would be uh, the first place. It's 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 really up there. It's one of my favorite places. It is my absolute favorite town it in Oahu. It is I for you. I love Kane Ohe and it would be, it, it's always kind of been my dream to live there, okay. but yeah. Um, I still would like to live there one day, maybe, you know, but I really love where I live now. I know. But uh, Kaneohe is beautiful. It's uh, very tropical. It's uh, it's by the bay. It has rainforest. It has beaches. It's uh, it's really the best of both worlds. It's the mountain views for me. The mountain views. Oh, my are, God. Uh, it's everything. Oh, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, beautiful town. Great shopping. Great bars. Great restaurants. Uh, Kaneohe Bay is amazing. It has a wonderful sandbar out there. Mm-hmm. It's great for boating. It's great for fishing. Right up there, right up there as one of the top two, I would say, for Oahu. Yeah. Uh, rent for a one bedroom is about fourteen hundred dollars. That's funny because when I was looking, I couldn't find anything under two grand. Okay. <laughs> rent for a two bedroom is nineteen hundred, and a three bedroom is twenty six hundred. So that's on average. Mm, then again, yeah. That's on average. So I mean, at fourteen hundred. You may be getting something that, you know, you might need to make it look a little better. Well, it's not that. I'm thinking it's probably no views. It might have no views and maybe inland. You may just be sitting there with a uh, big mango tree in front of your window. I don't (laughs) know. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So those are kind of the prices of Kaneohe. 
Uh, obviously, you know, you, you know, through all these, we're going to be very quick with them because this this podcast is going to be long. But if you find a three bedroom and twenty six hundred is too much, or let's say you find a three bedroom that's right on the water for like thirty five hundred, if you move in with three other people, it's way cheaper for you. Absolutely. So you can make a decision if you have roommates or what you want to do. Sometimes there's places in Kaneohe, it's a beautiful house on the water with a boat dock and everything, and they're just looking for a roommate for twelve hundred dollars. Yep. So you just got to look for it. But this is average on what you're going to pay. Uh, next is Hawaii Kai. Hawaii Kai is gorgeous. It's right on the water. It's right on the mm-hmm. only marina in all of Hawaii. Uh, it's where I live. It's very upscale. Yes, it's very upscale. And, and it's really, honest to God, there's a lot of white people in this town. It's true. Let's just be honest. It's true. Yeah. But Kaneohe it, is very diverse. Yes, that yeah, is true. Yeah, very a lot of locals. So Hawaii Kai, the town is gorgeous. The shopping is great. The bars are great. The restaurants are great. But, you know, at Kaneohe's got more than Hawaii Kai. Hawaii Kai. Hawaii Kai is smaller, so you kind of get sick and tired of the same places again and again and again <laughs> here. So eventually you can get, it depends on how big of a town you live in. If you live in a smaller town, you may get sick in some of the places and have to go to the next town over to find something new. That's it's just, true. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Well, I love Hawaii Kai. I, I especially love, love that it's, um, you know, on the harbor and uh, the marina, I'm sorry. And yeah. like you could just, you know, go to a restaurant and sit over the sit water. On the water. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's hot though. I mean, I don't know if we mentioned Kaneohe. Kaneohe rains a lot. I don't know if we mentioned that. It's it's yeah. I'm I'm so the climate over there would be more rainier. Right. Uh, it would be a little more humid, but cooler because you have really good uh, windward breezes. Cooler, yeah, really good trade breezes and very lush because of all the rain. Very lush and tropical. Hawaii Kai during the summer is a lot drier it and a little hotter. Dry. Yeah. It can be very dry, a little rain, but the closer you live to them, if you live on the water, you're going to be getting less rain. If you live up in the mountains of Hawaii Kai, like where I live, yeah. you're going to be getting some rain every day. Yeah, and so especially in the winter, you get a lot of rain. Yeah, so anywhere on any of the islands, if you live closer to the mountain rangers or on the ridges, you're obviously going to get more rain than if you live down on the water. Mm-hmm. So you guys, just remember that. Yeah. And you'll have good breezes anywhere from the coast to up in the mountains. You'll right. be good. Yeah. So uh, for Hawaii Kai, the rent, uh, the pricing is really... Um, oh, by the way, for Kaneohe, prices for homes is 350k and up. I forgot to mention that. Mm. Uh, in Hawaii Kai, it's 450k and up. Now, when we're talking about 350k or 450k, you're probably w- we're looking at condos and townhomes. Okay, that's what we're looking at, or an older home that needs to be redone. <laughs> A lot of work. Which, yeah, you're talking about an old home that needs to be redone. Exactly. Okay, so then rent uh, in Hawaii Kai for a one bedroom is 1800, two bedroom 2400, three bedroom. 3400 so it gets it's expensive yeah for sure it's very expensive and uh we just talked about the weather and climate so it's just drier depending drier or rainier depending where you live in the town right yeah uh next we have hale eva which is you know well known for the north shore hale eva town you got it's got a great old historical feel absolutely i was gonna say it has a fun like surf town feel to it oh so i mean it's where all the surfers go in the winter time uh Great town, great shopping, great bars, great restaurants. Uh, obviously, the surf is amazing uh, in the wintertime. I would say, unfortunately, a lot of traffic from tourism. <laughs> right. So if you want to live over there, it's great. It's fine. You'll be able to get a job in town pretty easy, so you don't have to go into you know Waikiki or Honolulu. But the traffic is going to follow you over there in the winter when there's big surf and there's competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the boating, you get the, you have the Haleiwa uh, Harbor, which is great. Uh, they do a lot of fishing there, a lot of whale watching, things like that, uh, a lot of kayaking. So there's a lot of things to do in Haleiwa in town. Pricing, once again, 350 k and up 
for uh, condos and homes. And then uh, rent is $1,500 for a one-bedroom. Two-bedroom is $1,900. And a three-bedroom is $2,800. And the weather over there in the wintertime, it can be pretty rainy. Yeah. And stormy. So, and the oceans, I mean, the high surf, yeah. that's where all the surfing competitions are, in case you don't know that, in the winter. So yeah. it's not the most swimmable in the winter. You have to be really careful or experienced. But or you'll die. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the summer, though, it's gorgeous. It's for gorgeous. snorkeling, the beaches are amazing. So it just depends on... So, you know, you have to, like, there's so many things that we could talk about here. That's true. There's so many different things. We're just giving you guys where the some of the places that we love and that we would... But I, I do love Haleiwa very I much. I love Haleiwa. I love that old town feel. It does have it. It truly I mean, does. It's all mom and pop shops, which I love. It feels like the 40s over there, <laughs> which is great. amazing. Yeah, exactly. So, Okay, now we're going to do a little thing here. I'm going to talk about Kapolei, and you're going to talk about Mililani. Yeah. Okay, so Kapolei, obviously the town is great. The shopping is great. The bars and restaurants are great, too. It's also the new second city of Oahu, so it's considered the second city after Honolulu. It's really big. There's plenty of shopping bars and restaurants, and most of the stuff is really new. Then you have Ko'olina, which is right next to that, and you have, obviously, the Ko'olina Harbor for boating and things like that. Now, the prices over in Kapolei start at 350k and up, and then rent for a one-bedroom. One-bedroom is 1,300, two-bedroom is 1,700, and a three-bedroom is 2,400. The weather and climate is very hot. It's very dry. And also you have to know that the flight pattern of Honolulu International Airport goes over Kapolei and Eva, which is next to Kapolei. So you will have planes. You will have a lot of commercial, noise. You're going to have, you're going to have <laughs> commercial airplanes coming over your uh, property probably at some point. Um, but it's very dry. And the issue I have with anything that's over in that area is that it's, if from the prices, if you listen, the rent, it's much cheaper. Mm-hmm. But you use your AC all the time because there's no wind. Right. And it's it ends hot. up being, it ends up being, your electric bills are going to be very expensive. Yeah, if it's not included. Electricity is very expensive here in Hawaii, if you Especially don't know that. Especially in Kapolei. <laughs> Jesus. So, so, just know. Yeah. So, the other thing, I mean, I do like Kapolei a lot, but it's really far yes, it from is. everything. It is. So, if you're not working out there, it's tough. And the reason I want to talk about Mililani, which didn't exactly make your list, didn't but make I, my list. I pushed it in there. You did. It's because <laughs> Mililani is. It's more of like an upper middle class kind of upscale area. It's in central Oahu. And the schools here are really, really strong. I would say some of the strongest schools on the island in general. Obviously, not every single one is equal, but in general, they're really good. So if you have kids, just consider Mililani. It's a nice area. It's safe area. Um, Can you admit, though, it is a cookie cutter? Everything looks the same. Oh, 100% cookie cutter, but so is Kapolei. Okay, that's true. Kapolei is, but it's a lot closer to the ocean than Mililani. Yes, Kapolei has beautiful beaches nearby. I totally give you that but I just I, I don't think the school districts compare or the schools no, compare you're 100% right on that yeah um, um, Mililani yeah. is really close to the North Shore I would say 15 minutes true, or so that's also true yeah. yeah so I mean it's not if you don't mind driving 15 minutes it's worth it if you have a family to consider Mililani yeah me I would never live in Mililani yeah yeah <laughs> unless, okay. unless I had kids unless in you had school. kids yeah see my thing was like why wouldn't I bring up um, Aea or Pearl City 
or Mililani? Because mm, Mililani schools are way better. Okay, uh, well, right. And, okay, the school systems are really better. But for me, in my head, I'm like, if you're moving to Hawaii, you want it to look like Hawaii. Right, I agree. Okay, Mililani, Pearl City, Iaea, places like that. They, the, you, if, if you just wake up out of your house in the morning, you could be anywhere. You could be in, somewhere in California. You could be, and I'm not getting that Hawaii vibe. So I assume, although the school systems are great, and you may want to move there because of the school systems, but if you're moving to Hawaii to be in Hawaii, no, I'm I agree. not feeling if that you, vibe. If you don't have kids, <laughs> I totally agree. Like I said, I wouldn't personally live in Mililani. It's but a kid's town. I don't want you to rule it out because yeah. it's only 15 minutes or so from the North Shore, and it's... Out of all those other areas you mentioned, Mililani is the one to choose. I agree. Now, w- another thing is, too, is um, next we're going to talk about Kailua. Mm. Now, when you talk about places like Hawaii Kai and Kailua, these are upscale neighborhoods. Yes. Their school systems will be better. But what do they feed into? What high schools and, like, what do they look like? That's what you got to think about, too. Well, that's too. Yeah. But I'll tell you, if you if, if you live in an expensive neighborhood like Hawaii Kai and your kids aren't learning in that school system, you're going to have those parents going over there and beating somebody up. It's not about it's, you know that, okay. per se. It's when the elementary and middle schools start to feed into high schools, the area gets larger and broader and can start to include some areas that aren't so upscale. Okay. That mix in with your You're the area. expert on that. That's all. That's it just, not my it's field. just a lot to consider. <laughs> um, I'm not saying like, no, the, those areas are very good as well, for sure. If you had kids, if you had kids and you want to send them to a good school, but you had money and you could live in Hawaii Kai or Mililani, where would you go? I don't know. Oh, I, don't, geez. I think. See, I'm not going to make that decision. I love <laughs> okay, Hawaii Kai okay, too. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's go to Kailua. Let's do it. Okay, Kailua is a beautiful town. It's called Kailua Town. The shopping bars and restaurants are great. They're always putting in new things over there. Uh, obviously, you have the Kailua Bay. You have Lani Kai, which is just beautiful. Those, that whole strip of beach from Kailua to Lani Kai is some of the most beautiful on island. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. It's hard to not want to live in that area. But the pricing is 500 k and up. Now, yeah. that's for condos. Now, the new condos being built right now in Kailua are 800 k plus. For a condo. It's a shame because it's such a fun beach town. Yes. Like, you know what? It's just I think wonderful. it used to be. It used I think to it be. used to be a fun beach town. Now, there's just too many, you know, and I'm just going to be outright with it. There's just too many white howlies moving over there thinking they own the place. But it's not only that. It's also all the tourism. The, dude, you, know how many of them, you know how many of them have been hit on their bikes? In I Kailua? Know, I know, I know. There's a lot of, yeah, pedestrians. This is the reason accidents. why the, 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 the old folks, the old Hawaiians and the old folks who have lived in Kailua for 50 to 100 years have seen the change because what it is is right over the Pali, a lot of the vacationers are brought in the big buses right over to Kailua. But do you traffic, want the business? The traffic's out of Or do control. you want the traffic? Yeah, it's really bad. Um, so I feel bad for the locals. Accidents. Yeah. It's so just think about that. If you want to live into a town like that, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, some of the best beaches, but there's a lot of tourism in that town. The driving's become very stressful just to get anywhere because the traffic's so horrendous, and it's unfortunate. And it seems like crime's really picking up in Kailua now. The crime is picking up in Kailua because of the tourism. Right. And I'll be honest, once again, the Japanese have a lot of money. And that is also a so reason they're getting why they're robbed, getting mugged. robbed. I hate to go down this path, but yes, they are. I know. It's and, unfortunate. And, you know, it's unfortunate. So I'm not saying anything bad about the Japanese tourism. I'm just saying that there's a lot of it there. Yeah. They really have two, they have really have two to three choices. They will stay in Waikiki, they will go to Kailua, and they will go to Haleiwa. Mm-hmm. Haleiwa has a lot of tourism, too. Right, of course. A lot of Japanese, a lot that, of everybody. Yeah. 
a lot of every you know Australians whatever everybody goes there so think about that the highest uh, tourism traps are Kailua Haleiwa and uh, obviously Waikiki yeah yeah just so you know that now rent in Kailua is 1700 for a one bedroom two bedroom is 2300 three bedroom is 3300 and that's expensive that's like Hawaii Kai prices almost and then the weather and the climate it can rain you know it can be it's windy oftenly windy the weather is pretty much all around all year it's pretty good it's beautiful weather it's beautiful in the weather. winter yeah, yeah there's wind and rain but it's, it's rain, pretty but beautiful yeah it's not it's not like it's not like kaneohe kaneohe gets more right, rain exactly. than kailua i mean i love kailua and i love if it didn't I, have I the traffic to to yeah if it didn't have the congestion i would totally move there i would i wanted to move to kailua the issue with that is is you know, once they start get rid of places like Don Quixote's and put it put a Target in, that kind of makes the me chain, depressed. The chain stores, yeah. I don't like the chain stores in small towns like this. Uh, Kailua Town did not have as much tourism back then from all the diversity that that come here, and they didn't have the crime they you know they used to, and it wasn't as expensive because a lot of people come into Kailua, they buy up the properties, especially in Lanikai, and then um, they rent them out, and that has been obviously a big problem. So, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So you mentioned the prices for like rent and um, buying houses in Kailua, but I'll say, you know, I've seen way worse um, just driving by Kailua or walking through it. I see falling down little shacks for a million dollars easily. It's insane. And I mean, they're like collapsing, not even livable. And it's a million dollars just because it's near yeah. the beach. No, you're right. It's, it's so, totally true. But you can find that in any higher up town that they'll what they're going to do is they're going to put the price value on the land exactly and not on the shithole that's falling apart right on it so you're not buying if you're paying a million dollars you're not buying that house that's only really worth a dollar i mean you're buying the land which is so insane because the value of the land is so expensive and if you went ahead and built the house on that land now that that house that you build on it's going to be at least another million dollars so yeah, you're looking at two. You're looking at a two million dollar property. So, so yeah. but if you're gonna rent, I mean, don't rule it out. Kailua is really beautiful. You just have to be able to handle the traffic and tourism. And that's how we got on that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now we're going over to Kahala. Okay. Let's do it. There's a lot of Japanese in Kahala. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because the Kahala Resort. There's a lot of rich, all the Japanese stay at Kahala Resort. There's it's a, lot a beautiful of rich place. People in general in Kahala. No, Kahala is 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 is. Uh, you have you have two areas that are really really Hollyville, right? You have Hawaii Kai, Kailua, and uh, Kahala. That's three areas. Okay, sorry, three areas. <laughs> sorry, I just I, yeah. I, sorry about that. So three th- three areas, a lot of white people. Uh, okay, so shopping bars, restaurants, great. It's right outside of Waikiki, which makes it really wonderful because it doesn't have that feeling that it's in the city. Mm-hmm. It's right outside, and you have the Kahala Resort. Beautiful beaches. Beautiful beaches. Uh, a little okay. So the beaches, yes, you're right. They are beautiful, but they're more coral-ridden. They're like there's more coral on them. And there's coarser sand. I would say. Coarser sand yeah. because of the coral. Uh, the price is starting at 850k. It's a really ritzy area. That's that's <laughs> that's our highest minimum on the island, right? So it's very expensive to live in Kahala. Now, rent for a one bedroom is 2000. Two bedroom is 2500. Three bedroom is 3600. You know, you're talking about the highest rent in the highest valued homes in all of Oahu. It's crazy. So, uh, you know, we're telling you if you want to live the, in this area and be so close to town but not in town, right. have beautiful beaches, beautiful things to do. Uh, this would be the place for you, but you're probably going to want to live in a home with other people. Right, to right, it. right. And if yeah. you if you can afford it, it's really beautiful. The weather is pretty spotless it's beautiful it's, it's gorgeous almost every day yeah 
yeah, there's not too much rain, there's not too much heat, there's not too much this, not too much that. And that's because it also falls on the south side of uh, right close to Waikiki, which is almost, I would say, I would say Kahala and Waikiki is absolutely perfect 75% of the year. Right. Which is absolutely gorgeous. So there's perfect weather, perfect everything there, and you're almost perfectly close to everything. So that's why also why it's too expensive too. And the, the royal families used to live in that area too, which has always kept the price up in that area. Right. So that's why it's so expensive. That's so now we're going to cool history. Uh, yeah. So now we're going to go to the complete and total opposite of Kahala. Wild Wild West. We're going to Makaha. <laughs> Makaha is on the west side, and it is very dry. Very hot. It is absolutely gorgeous there. Not a lot of shopping. Not a lot of bars. Not a lot of restaurants. Very very local. It's very local. You're talking about all Hawaiians are out there in Makaha, and if you're a white person or you're any other color of person. You're going to be looked at at the gas station just a little bit more. <laughs> it's true. I'm just being it's honest. True. But it is stunningly beautiful. It's gorgeous. And if you can just go ahead and fit in with the, the, the local people there, you'll be fine. But in the beginning, you, you, you know, I even me to this day, sometimes I'm questioned, you know, where you're from. And I will say, I'm from Hawaii Kai. He goes, no. Oh, no. Remember I told you? He yeah. goes, he goes you, know, you know from where, Hawaii Kai. Where are you really from? <laughs> I go, well, I'm from Boston. He says, okay, that's better. <laughs> you know? That's funny. That's more better. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, because they know. They know you're not from around there because they've never seen you around that area before or they don't see you too often. Yeah. So people wow. over on the west side are very protective of their west side. And they know that you're not from there. They just fin- they can sense it. They can feel it. So I mean, your accent gives you away. <laughs> I, I don't even have to talk. Okay. I don't even have to talk. <laughs> uh, but when I do, they will keep asking me, you're not from Hawaii, Kai. Now, the pricing in Makaha, um, you can either live in the mountains of Makaha or you can live on the beach in Makaha. And the crazy thing is, is you could live on the beach in Makaha, on the beach. Makaha, one of the most beautiful beaches there are. $150,000. It's insane. And up. It's insane. You're talking about if you want to get away, if you want to have a live a vacation every day, and hopefully you can live in that area, uh, I mean, uh, work in that area, but if you can't and you have to go into town, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. But if you can find a way where you can work from home or only work a four day work week and have three days off, you're going to be living well. And it's going to so, be very cheap to live. Yeah, but just to be clear, if you are driving to town for work every day, expect Sucks. two hours to meet each way. Each two way. hours. So it's yeah. brutal. And that's with no accidents, probably. No accidents, right. So rent for a one bedroom is $1,000. It's amazing. Now, rent on the beach, on some of the most beautiful beaches on the west side for $1,500. So, $1,500, you're living on the beach. Yeah, if you ever dreamt of living on oh, the beach, this, this is, is the place to do this it. This is the place to do it, and you can afford it yourself. But you have to be okay with the hot, hot weather. Yeah, but the <laughs> beach is right there. It's amazing. Yeah. Two oh, be- God. So two-bedroom, you know, we've seen for 1400 and three-bedroom we've seen for 2000 so if you have a couple of friends and there's a three bedroom and you have three people and you split 2000 by three people, you're living pretty good on the beach. Sounds That's all like I got to say. Exactly. And, and once again, the weather, really dry. Really dry. That's it's it. It's hot, yeah. It doesn't almost get any rain. That would be the side of the island that gets, just gets fires. That's true. That is true. You know, Wildfires you know? in the but, summer. But if you live over anywhere on the west side and you grow accustomed to the local people, and you can accept the fact that there's just local places mm-hmm. and there's not really anything for tourists. There's not really anything for, you know, there's not a lot of restaurants. Not a, You know, there's just not a lot to do. Other than if you love the beaches and you love hiking, mm-hmm. 
that's your life. That's it's good. True local living. True local living. And they also do a lot of um, camping, don't they? A lot of camping. On weekends. A lot of camping. Yeah, I've seen that. That's cute. Yeah. So I mean, in my alternative universe, somewhere where I'd like to live, Makaha would be that. Place. Oh my gosh! If I didn't yeah. have to work where I did, yeah. Yeah. Now a couple of places we didn't bring up, and I'm just going to go over quickly because really Oahu, we're going to talk more about than any other island. The other islands, we're going to talk more about facts and things like that because we've lived here. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lived here for over 20 years, so obviously I know an awful lot about this island, and I've only visited the other islands. So it's going to be, we're going to do this a little differently when we get to the other islands. Right. Um, but uh, Waikiki and Waimanalo. Now, Waikiki, we, you know, I mean, it's Waikiki. If you we don't need want, to get it. We don't need to get in. Yeah, if you want city life, choose Waikiki. Yeah, and honestly, why I don't really want to talk about a, a Waimanalo is I don't want you going to Waimanalo. <laughs> I don't want you going to Waimanalo because I love Waimanalo and I want my Waimanalo to be my Waimanalo. To be fair, it's really, really, really hard to find anything available <laughs> in Waimanalo. I mean, it's it very local and there's not much available. Yeah, it's kind of like Waimanalo is like the opposite side of where Makaha is. Right. And it's all local people and really Waimanalo has the best beaches on the island. Uh, my favorite by far they're the, and, yeah. and their secret peaches on on that side of the island and it's going to be very hard for you because a lot of Waimanalo is homestead land which is very much like indian reservation on the mainland so you know it's going to be very hard for you to find a property and if you find a property obviously you got to deal with local people and they may not want you living there they may say something they may ah, i don't know about that never get back to you and anything that is available anywhere on the beach is going to be obviously expensive Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, because Waimanalo is getting a reputation now. They just have some of the most beautiful beaches there are on the island. And when we looked, there was like four properties available for rent. That tells you there's nothing there. That's what I'm saying. It's very yeah. hard. You have it's to get lucky hard. to find something. Exactly, exactly. So that's kind of it for Oahu. And thank God, because I'm exhausted. That was great, though. <laughs> okay. Good summary. Where are we going now? We are going to go to Maui. All right. Let's go to Maui. All right. Well, first of all, why would you want to live on Maui, Weed? Yes. What well, do you think? Why would I want to live on Maui? Okay, so the island of Maui is more like a honeymooner's paradise. It truly is. Okay. But and why is that? Well, because it, because like you can like I don't know, you can go from you can go from mountain vistas to high above the clouds at Haleakala and then you can go to the other side of the island and go to the Rotahana where it's all tropical mm-hmm. and and um, waterfalls and in between all that, the shopping and other things and art galleries and all this other stuff. And this, this, there is so many different things to do on the island that in, in Wailea. You can go to Wailea for all the shopping and all those things. So they have a little bit of everything, but it's all toned down a step. And it's it all a lot slower. So, yeah, it has everything, almost everything that Oahu has to offer minus the city. It doesn't have a real city, but it does have the second most shopping and restaurants out of all the yes. islands. And it, the people. But, hold on, but, yeah. but it doesn't have the horrible traffic of Oahu. Uh, correct. So that's a huge draw, that's for a, sure. Exactly. And the people I noticed now personally... Uh, Maui is obviously right next to Molokai and Lanai and out of all the islands you know although Maui me personally would be the last place I would move I I it's just the way it is that's I, you personally, I don't that's yeah. me personally I don't really have a really good reason why that is for me personally but the people are the friendliest that I've known on all the islands 
Right, and you think so it's because it's closest to Molokai and Lanai. And the people are very, very friendly on those islands as well. They don't mm-hmm. want you to come live on those islands. Right. They're very, very friendly. A lot of aloha, for sure. <laughs> I agree that the people on Maui are super friendly and welcoming and nice. Yeah, so I mean, there's so many things to do on Maui that it would be a great, you know, okay, I would say either Oahu or Maui would be a good foundation to build off of. So if you don't want to do Oahu and it's just too much for you, a good foundation to start off would be Maui then. Right. So it has everything to offer in terms of the diverse landscapes that Oahu has that you can, you know, again, you could get to one landscape to another to another within a day no problem so i do like that about just, Maui as well just drop the busyness by 50 percent. exactly yeah. which is nice a lot which of you is needs to do huge. that too yeah which is huge <laughs> exactly but there is a lot of tourism on maui there's a lot of tourism yeah that there is, is a lot really of tourism yeah. yeah okay anyway so on average for the island of maui yeah a one bedroom is about 1400 and you need to make about 26 dollars an hour to survive so it's still you know it's pretty expensive not as expensive as Oahu, it seems like, but um, pretty expensive. It's still pretty expensive. All right, so let's go through the different areas. I'm going to start with Lahaina, which is in West Maui. All right. And it's a town, it has about 13,000 people living in in Lahaina right now. What I like about Lahaina is it's on the bay, it has Lahaina Harbor, and it offers a dense suburban feel. Okay. Now, Lahaina is dry, it's sunny, and it's pretty hot all year round. It's easy access to lots of shops, restaurants, bars, coffee shops, and parks. I mean, there's a lot to do in Lahaina. It is a really cool town for sure. I just love all the art galleries because I'm a big artist. Yeah, absolutely. So, I just love the history The of history, Lahaina. yes. There's a lot of history yeah, there, too. Yeah, that's a good, good historical town. Kind of like Haleiwa. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. So many families and young professionals live in Lahaina. So if you are younger, it's a good place to meet people. It's a short walk, drive, or bus ride to many of the island's nicest beaches. Mm-hmm. So Lahaina itself doesn't have the nicest beaches, but it's not far from really nice beaches. Right. Small to medium surf breaks, good snorkeling, beach camping. You have nice scenery of West Maui mountains. You have great sunsets. You have um, the views of the neighbor island of Lanai, which is really nice, too. Absolutely gorgeous. It's a wonderful area for whale watching from December to April every year. It's the best. Absolutely, It's the best whale watching, and it's also, it's the breeding grounds for the uh, tiger shark. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't mention that. Yeah, because the shallows, (laughs) one of the reasons why the tiger sharks are there and the uh, humpback whales are there is because of the shallow water in between the three islands. Oh, I see. Because that used to be Maui Nui. It used to be one island. Okay. And it separated. Well, there you go, guys. Yeah. It's a great area for finding jobs, especially if you work in hospitality and service industry, because there is such a high number of resorts and retail shops and art galleries and high-end restaurants there. The Halloween celebration on Lahaina's Front Street is a huge party every year. Yes, we didn't even talk about that on Waikiki. Usually it's a big down there too, but, but Maui is known for that. Yeah, Lahaina's supposed to be the biggest out of all it the is. islands. It is. It's the best too. Yep. Yeah, and I think I mentioned this, but lots of young people live here. So if yep. you're looking for other young people and maybe you're a young professional or something, it's a good spot to check mm-hmm. out. Most residents rent their homes here rather than owning them. Big surprise. (laughs) You can find good deals on rent here, though, especially if you do a shared house, which you were talking about, you know, having roommates being open to that. 
Um, to buy a house, in general, the price ranges from 400k to six million dollars. Oh. How do you feel about that? No, that's expensive. It's I mean, crazy. You know, so the thing is, is that you know we didn't really get into deep about Oahu, but the prices here in Oahu are millions of dollars too. So right, I mean, you know, I mean. You're gonna find million. You're gonna find prices anywhere. You can probably find prices on any island anywhere from $150,000 for a complete shithole to millions of dollars. So it's so vast. We're yeah. just kind of getting the numbers in there to give you guys the best numbers. Exactly. But it's pretty vast. It's unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. is way too vast. Rent though, it's about sixteen hundred for a one bedroom, which isn't bad. Nope, that's um, not bad. Twenty-five hundred for a two bedroom, somewhere around there. Now, some of the cons of living in Lahaina, it is unfortunately very touristy. Yes. It's always one of the most crowded areas on the island. Everybody flocks there. Yep. Now, if you're not working on the west side, you're going to have a very lengthy and frustrating commute to get to work anywhere <laughs> else on the island. It's just like Oahu. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and if you want to drive to Costco, it's, you know, again, it's a drive to get there. <sighs> Restaurants tend to be very fancy and highly priced because of the high number of tourists Oh, here. yeah. But but don't forget to go to Mama's Fish House. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it'll break the bank. <laughs> That's my favorite. I haven't been there. Oh. Um, you'll probably need air conditioning year-round here because it is really hot. Yeah, yeah. But live here. If you can get a job on the side or if you want to live somewhere convenient or if you plan on spending a lot of time at the beach, this is a great place. Oh, or if you want a little bit of nightlife past 8 o'clock p.m., Lahaina is good. Because yeah, Lahaina would be it. <laughs> otherwise, you're not going to really find that. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of, you know, some of the resorts are all in that area. So it's kind of like a really small miniature Waikiki. That's where the resorts would be. It's true, yeah. So, but it's busy. But it's you know what? It's a different type of busy. It's a it's very not, different feel. It has n it feels nothing like Waikiki at all whatsoever. It's it you know what? It has a vibe of Haleiwa. That's true. It has yeah. So it's it's busy with tourism, but it's like cool tourism. It's like really chill tourism. Right. Yeah, and honest to God, you know Kailua back on Oahu is kind of chill cool tourism as it well is. i mean it's it not is. crazy it's just more than what's expected this is too much yeah, for the yeah. little so town. Lahaina, i love yeah. Lahaina. i love lahaina too and you know it's interesting um you're very isolated from the rest of maui living in lahaina you truly are but residents who live there they really love it they swear by it and they wouldn't live anywhere else yeah because if you look the shape if you look at the shape of maui mm -hmm. it, it, it could really be broken up into two islands like right there, it gets really small in the middle, mm -hmm. and Lahaina's on the um, the what you call it the the west side. West side. Yeah, and then you have like the east side of the island. So it really could be like almost two parts of the islands. You it's know true. What I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so that's it for Lahaina. Right on. Let's move on to Kihei, which oh, is. Oh, I like Kihei. I like Kihei too. Yeah. This is in South Maui. All right, so Kihei, again, you have a short walk, drive, or bus ride to some of the best beaches, and this has low-key restaurants, which I like, whereas Lahaina, Me they're too. all very expensive. Yeah. You can find low-key, you can just like roll into the restaurant off the beach. Yeah, because Kihei, Kihei is more for locals. It totally is, yeah. Um, there's fun, fun events in Kihei as well. You have great snorkeling, swimming, water activities. Fairly easy to escape the crowds if you just go a little further south. Yeah, there's some rentals there and stuff like that for vacationers right. and stuff, but only a couple of like resorts in that area, so it's mostly local people. It totally is. Yeah. Again, this is also a good area for whale watching during Absolutely. the winter. Great area for finding jobs, especially in real estate or, again, a hospitality or service industry. 
um, due to all the resorts and mm -hmm. nearby resorts, I should say. Yeah. You have nice scenery of Haleakala, the West Maui Mountains. You'll have incredible sunsets in Kihei. Kihei's gorgeous. That's what I. That's where I would live if I was on Maui. Yeah, I think yeah, I would too, yeah, actually. Yeah. And I like the fact that I'm not too far away, which we're going to talk about it, is um, uh, Wailea. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can live in Kihei and not have to deal with the expensive lifestyle of the people in Wailea. It's and true. And only be a short drive to it. <laughs> You're fairly close in proximity to Kahului and Wailuku, which is where most of the big business offices are, the concert venues, the big movie theaters and shops. Mm -hmm. So it's conveniently located as there's well. A lot, there's a lot to do around there because it's really set up for local people. Right, and easy shopping. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Right. You can get good deals on rent and shared houses. Pricing to buy a house, it's about 250000 And of course, it goes up to $3 million, So there's always a range. There's a variety. Quite the range. <laughs> but to rent, you can get a one-bedroom for about 1200 I mean, I think that's great. Because that's good. Because you're so close to the beach. Correct. Two-bedroom, about 2500 Totally worth it. Yeah. Get a roommate if you need to. Mm-hmm. Some of the cons, again... It's it's touristy in the way it's for people who rent like the Airbnbs and want the more yeah. low budget, yeah. not the resort feel. But the Airbnbs are big in Kihei, and they're usually there for more of a longer extended time. And you know, I mean, obviously, like you know, we're used to seeing like we can almost put, you know pick out a tourist easy. Yeah, but some people can't. <laughs> you know, some people won't be able to point them out. So Kihei has more of those people who are staying for two to four weeks, things like that. So you don't really notice that disruption as much. Right. I read this. This was interesting because I didn't know. It says, sugarcane burning causes ash to cover parts of North Kihei on occasion and red dust is everywhere. I didn't know about is that. Is that still happening since they closed the plantations? I mean, I know they closed it, but it sounds like it is. They used to. I mean, uh, so that was a big problem on Ma Maui. I mean, Maui has had huge problems with the plantations. And the, the, the last really major sugarcane plantation closed down because of the of that problem along with the school systems. The schools, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, they would be complaining so much because the school systems and the neighborhoods were being built right off the sugarcane plantations. And mm -hmm. it's really not the sugarcane plantation's fault. You I know, know it and wasn't. They shouldn't have had a school right there, No, right? no. So, I mean, but now there isn't really any left. Yeah, so. so I'm not sure if that's still happening. It was a recent article I was looking at, though. Really? So I'm not sure. There may be smaller ones there still. Maybe. Yeah. It's one of the hottest areas of the island, so if you don't yes, like the is. heat, just be warned. Yep. It's not good for growing much of anything. <laughs> it's sunny and warm year-round, very dry area, just a couple inches of rain a year, so you're That's not going to have a beautiful garden or anything like that. Yeah. It can be a little bit hard to meet people outside of vacationers, um, but I would say in general it's more of a local feel there. I stayed in Kihei for a good amount of time when, we took, when I took a trip there, and... Um, it's amazing because I was able to actually almost make friends instantly and talk to people in Lahaina, but I couldn't talk to anybody in Kihei. Yeah, so that's what I read, but why? Why? I don't know. It's interesting because Kihei is actually more local. Locals, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, but yeah. it's, it's funny that you, you found that because I, I find it very true. I also saw that it's a slightly older crowd. Okay. Um, so retirees and mm -hmm. families mm -hmm. live there. Interesting. But live here if you want to get a job in south or central Maui and you want to live somewhere convenient, if you plan on spending lots of time at the beach, or if you want to be walking distance to a lot of different activities and attractions, if you enjoy the laid-back, beach-centered island lifestyle, Kihei is really good for you. It's crowded, but it's a super fun vibe. I agree. And if you if you live in Kihei and want to look in, uh, work in uh, uh, Wailea, you're going to make good money in Wailea and bring true, it back true. to Kihei and 
you'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to do, I'm going to combine two. Okay. And it's funny because they're like really close to each other, but they're totally different feels. Mm-hmm. So up north on the North Shore, we have Paia, which is a beach town, mm-hmm. and Haiku, which is a jungle. Now, I just said I would probably live in Kihei, but I also might live in one of these areas mm-hmm. if I were to move to Maui because I love them both very much. Mm. This is some country living. So some pros just to start. It's, again, a short walk, driver, bus ride to many of the best surf spots. Surrounded by, it's kind of like a hippie feel, especially in Paia. So you're surrounded by great local health food stores and restaurants. You have some eclectic mom and pop shops. You have art galleries. You have cute coffee shops and cafes. Beautiful beaches that are wonderful for surfing or windsurfing or kite surfing or boogie boarding or body surfing. However, not really the best for swimming. Low key, relaxed, hippie vibe, lots of locals. It's a very local place. And of all the islands, I would say the most hippies, actually, damn it, there's a lot of hippies on Maui, there's a lot of hippies on Kauai, and there's a lot over on Big Island. Over That's in, true, o- right? Over in the Pua, yeah, Puna area and things like Pahoa, that. Pahoa. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So, you know what? I can't just say they're in, uh, on Maui, but there's a lot of hippies in uh, at Big Beach and Small That's Beach. That's so true. Small Beach are all naked playing music and stuff, so there's a lot of hippies over there. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> but it's a great place to meet local people. There's definitely a younger crowd here because it really attracts the surfers and the yogis and the people who are really into being healthy and natural. The weather here is cooler than the rest of the island. There's a lot of rain, especially in Haiku. It's a great area for growing vegetables and fruit. It's less crowded and touristy than a lot of the other areas in Maui, which is super nice. Close proximity to central and upcountry Maui. Mm-hmm. And this is cool. Willie Nelson, Owen Wilson, and Woody Harrelson all live down the street from you if you move here. They live near Haiku? <laughs> um, or Paia, just oh, in that area. Okay. The North Shore in so general. Cool. Yep. So Haiku, you know, Haiku, there's, there's two Haikus in all of Hawaii. There's Haiku in Maui mm-hmm. and there's Haiku on Oahu. And they're yeah. both At the jungle. back of Kaneohe, yeah. And they're both very jungly. And they sound very much like each other. They do. Oh, that's cool. You can get pretty good deals on rent, and it's a great option for singles, couples, or families if you want to live on your own small piece of land. And the reason I say this is because in Haiku, a lot of the rentals sit on a whole acre of property. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, so let's go to Paia first for pricing. It's about six twenty-five k to all the way up to $5 million to buy. <laughs> um, again, a lot of celebrities live in Paia. Well, yeah, so yeah. rent is about 2500 for one bedroom, about 3500 for three bedrooms. That so is expensive. It is. It's not a cheap place to it live because not. it's so upcoming, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's right on the beaches, some really popular yeah, beaches. Yeah. Now, Haiku is a little bit cheaper, but again, it's not on the beach. It's in the jungle, which is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. still. Pricing is about 450k to 5 million to buy a house. <laughs> so, okay, I said a little, a, cheaper, a little cheaper. A uh, little cheaper. Rent is about 2,500 for a two-bedroom and 3,500 for a three-bedroom. You know, it's crazy. All these prices that we're talking about. You know, if you're coming from Florida or Texas or Arizona or. Man, you're probably sitting here going, what the hell? Is this real life? These prices are crazy. Yeah, but when I when you come from a place like from where I come from, Boston, you know, and you're living in a concrete jungle in Boston, you listen to these prices in Hawaii and you're like, you know what? That ain't bad. I know, I it know. It just depends on where you're coming from. It's very true. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, it's really hard to find places for rent here just due to high demand. Um, a lot of people want to live in that area. Like Waimanalo, you can't find anything. Yeah. On Oahu, yeah. Some, it's true. Uh, every island is going to have a place where it's there's not going to be a lot available because yeah. people either don't sell there or don't want to don't want to rent their property and they live in it it's true yep. yeah some of the cons i would say is that since most of the those two towns in particular they're really small so you're gonna have to drive you're gonna have to do a lot of driving probably to kahului which is you know depending on where you live four to 15 miles just to get your basic necessities that you can't find on the north shore mm -hmm. they don't have that kind of shopping on the north shore so you're gonna have to be able to do some driving right right I mentioned this earlier, but while the beaches are wonderful for water sports, it's really not a good area for lounging and swimming. The South Maui is just way better for that. Yeah. Lots of rain here, which can make everything damp and moldy if you're not careful. It's a typical, like, you know, jungly weather. It's definitely cooler here, which is nice. And the roosters, <laughs> they're going to wake you up in the morning and in the <laughs> middle of the day and in the middle of the night and just all the time. They don't stop. So just know that, hey, too. Hey, they're, they're on every island. They are. Yeah. But they're, that area it's is... pretty bad. Yeah, it's like one of the worst for them. Are but you? they don't bother me. I, I don't. It just depends on well, if they bother you. as long as it's you. not three in the morning. <laughs> they don't bother. It's not, yeah, I, I, I love roosters and chickens just as long as they're not going off at three in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> but definitely, I mean, like I said, it's hard to find availability, but consider living here if you are a surfer or like water sports, if you're into natural health and good coffee, no frills living. There's not, you know, a lot to do other yeah. than water sports and going to the beach. Yeah. If you want to have your own garden, though, this is a great spot to live for sure. Right on. And it's one of the best places to meet locals. A lot of, um, interestingly, a lot of mainland transplants are starting to take over that area, especially Big the paia. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just to reiterate this, because I think it's really cool. So paia is a beach town, and Haiku is just a couple miles to the east. You're in the heart of Maui's rainforest. So isn't that interesting how you can just drive a couple miles and be on in a beautiful rainforest from the beach? So they're both great areas, but they're very different areas. Oh, yeah. Um, and Paia receives about 40 to 60 inches a year of rainfall. So it rains a moderate amount, whereas Haiku can get up to about 160 inches a year, which yeah, is absolutely sounds, crazy. Yeah, it sounds very much like the area in uh, Kohala on the Big Island. It's like you can be in one area, it's really low, and then the next area. <laughs> right over, yeah. A couple of miles up the street it's like hundreds of inches of rain yep it's just crazy very interesting stuff <clears throat> all right so that's all i got for north shore all right so we're gonna head to east maui now we are yes <laughs> hana and wailua i love hana these areas are gorgeous they're a rainforest paradise full of waterfalls sea cliffs lava tubes bamboo forests and freshwater pools mm -hmm. Great place to find work trade opportunities if you're interested in doing something like that. There is a nice variety of red, black, and salt and pepper sand beaches. Ooh, what a variety. Beautiful. <laughs> the Hana area gets over a hundred inches of rainfall a year. It's so a lot. It does get a lot. But it's tropical. Sometimes in the winter it can rain for days on end without stopping over there. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> Pricing to buy in this area ranges from about 800000 to about $4.5 million for a house. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a little much. And the right? thing is that it's away from everybody too, I right? Know. So why is it so expensive way out there? 
I don't know. It's beautiful, though. It's yeah. so beautiful. Rent is about sixteen hundred for a one bedroom. Not too bad. You can get about a you can get a four bedroom for about three k. So. So it's right in the middle there. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. It's not expensive, but the homes are just expensive to yeah. buy. Yeah. To buy there. Like you said, it's super far from everything. Yeah. You won't have any stores or restaurants open past sunset or any kind of entertainment that's not outdoors. Hana is surrounded by long, winding roads, so there's no short or easy exit if there's you no need to drive out of there. town. There's out no town. lights over there. Right. The, the, the bridges are one-way bridges. Constant tour buses driving down these narrow, windy roads, mm-hmm. so don't live here if you get car sick. <laughs> but if you can get one of the few jobs available and it happens to pay you enough money to live on or you don't need a job at all, oh my gosh. Or if you work from home. Yeah, or if you work from home, you'd be living in paradise. You would. You would. <laughs> if you're a writer, you got it made over here. Absolutely. It'd yeah. be a vacation every day to live there. Life mm-hmm. is slower. It's simpler. It's more relaxing. The amount of things you can do outdoors is insane. And there's just a real sense of why and pride there. So right. it's a beautiful area. It is. And that's all I got for that. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about Wailea. All right. South Maui. Wailea is a very high-end town in Hawaii. It has a population of about 5,500 or so, but it's a very expensive resort town. So there's actually five resorts and hotels in this one town alone. It's known for its stunning beaches and golf courses, expensive shopping, great restaurants, art galleries, spas, celebrity sightings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a location of the Maui Film Festival. That's pretty cool. Living in Wailea offers residents an urban-suburban feel, maybe kind of like a mix, but I would say more suburban, mm-hmm. probably. Most residents here actually own their homes. So yeah, because they're very rich. They're very rich here, <laughs> yeah. Many retirees also live in Wailea, and the public schools are considered to be above average, so that's a plus. That's, thank God. It's a very dry area, only a few inches of rainfall per year. Usually it's pretty warm and sunny, and the weather's pretty perfect. Pricing, it's about 350000 all the way up to ten million dollars. Yeah, you're to buy looking a house. at three hundred and fifty. You're looking at a base condo. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's still a really beautiful area for a base condo. Yeah, so. yeah. Rent. Oh gosh. So about thirty-two hundred for a three-bedroom, twenty-four hundred for a two-bedroom, about two thousand for a one-bedroom. So it's kind of similar to Oahu. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at that price, but you're probably you're probably getting paid unless you're working in uh, Wailea. And you're working, like, say, in Kihei or somewhere else. It's going to be hard to afford those prices of rent. I know. It's so true. You know, so, you know, what are you doing for a living to be able to live in that area? Mm -hmm. Uh, Personally, it's a beautiful area if you could live in the area. But like you were saying, most people own their own homes. Right. And they live in their own homes. So probably, although it's gorgeous, and I love the area, and I love the shopping, and I love the the, uh, Wailea Resort. It's just the most gorgeous thing ever probably just smarter to live right outside of that area like in Kihei it, it's so close and then come into yeah Wailea. it's so close to yeah. just drive right in I yeah. totally agree because it's, it's it's the the, uh, the rental costs are completely different from one town to the other I know yeah Isn't so, that crazy? but 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 Wailea is gorgeous it's upscale yeah. though stunning. but yes it is stunning just a really quick history lesson I thought this was cool Leia the goddess who watched over canoe builders was said to have transformed into a forest bird called the Alapayo and fly down from Haleakala along the shores of South Maui. This area later became known as Wailea, or the Waters of Lea. That's pretty cool. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, that's neat. 
we somehow managed to fit history into this episode. I know. Sorry, guys. But I thought that was pretty cool. It is cool. It is cool. I didn't know it. And that's all I got for Wailea. Okay. All right. So we'll move on to Central Maui, Kahului, and Wailuku. And this will be pretty fast because, honestly, it's definitely... Give your opinion of this place. Definitely more affordable, but I would yeah. never live here. Because it's near the airport. It's kind of more like... It's like the ugliest part of Maui. Well, <laughs> It's, yeah, but the <laughs> ugliest part of Maui is probably the best part of New York. I know. <laughs> it's just, if you want industrial views. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, but any, anyway. Near any airport probably doesn't have the best views. But it's yeah. easy access to a lot. That's so there true. are some pluses here. Okay. So it's worth a mention. All right. All right. So Kahului is a town in Hawaii with a population of about 32,000. So it's pretty big pretty popular yeah main airport is in this town as you mentioned it's yep. convenient to everything especially for shopping living in kahului offers residents a dense suburban feel and most residents here actually own their own homes probably because right. it's a bit cheaper mm -hmm. in kahului there's a lot of coffee shops and there's a lot of parks too All right. um, the public schools are above average so that's always a plus pricing about $150,000 up to a million dollars for a house. I can't imagine paying a million dollars to live in that Kahului, area. It's still, it's a, it's a good range. I mean, you're getting in there pretty cheap if you get to manage something. But the one thing is if you live over by um, the IO, is it IO or EO? I'm not sure how yeah, to say the it. Needle. Needle. The needle. Yeah. Yes. Um, that area is a bit prettier, obviously. Yeah. It's beautiful, but yeah. it's a very, very small part of that area. It's more tropical. Yeah. yeah. Rent is about 1100 for a one-bedroom, 1900 for a two-bedroom, 2300 for a three-bedroom. That has very similar price to, like, you know, Nu'uanu, around the area where you yeah, live. Yeah, it does, for you sure. Know, so it's like a cross between the city and the jungle life. Yep. Yeah. For right sure. On. And then Wailuku, which is very close by, is a town with a population of about 17,000. And it's a similar dense suburban feel. And again, most residents own their own homes, so very similar. There's a lot of parks there. Many families and young professionals live in this area. The weather in general in these areas is very dry, lots of sunshine, and it's hot. The pricing, I'm not going to go over because it's actually yeah. very similar to Kahului. Right. They're pretty much the same area. So, I mean, it's a good place to live if you want to be close to the best amenities, like the big shops, the banks, the grocery stores, the Costco, restaurants, you have movie theaters, you have everything, you have concert venues. And it's only a short drive to get to a lot of other places, um, north, south, or upcountry. Now, I've never spent any really valuable time there at all. I've gotten on the airport and I've gotten out of there, and I've never really spent any time there at all. Maybe it rem I, I, I've never actually gone in the damn no. city or the town Just area. Just driving there. through it from the airport. From what yeah. it sounds like, it sounds like it could be like a Pearl City or an IEA or think something like really that. I think that's really true. But, but on a smaller scale from Oahu. But yeah. the beaches, they do have beaches here that are good for windsurfing. All so right. that's a plus if you're into windsurfing surfing and it's definitely some of the cheaper deals on the rent yeah you know the hiking with the Yao valley yeah 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 there's definitely some good things but right. like i said it's just not the most beautiful area you're not going to walk outside and know you live in hawaii right kind of like mililani <laughs> yeah i mean i think mililani is probably a lot prettier though yeah. even though it's cookie cutter Mililani's a Yes, it's it's not it's not ugly. It's cookie cutter, but yeah. it's not ugly. Yeah, it is what it is. You're not going to be able to walk to any beaches here, but yeah. you can drive yeah. to them, and they're not super far. Right. And there's just 
the rough, rough waters of the beaches here because of the high winds, so they're not the best swimming beaches either. But again, windsurfing is good. Yeah. So it is what it is. The traffic, oh, traffic is really terrible here because of the airport and all of that and congestion. You know, if you want to be close to everything and the hustle and bustle, it's a good place to live. All right. Okay. So is that it for Maui? That is it. All right. Okay. We're going to be taking our middle break. Thank God. Let's do it. That's long. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is exhausting. I know. <laughs> okay. We're going to go ahead and listen to Gotta Get Away by either it's Pati. I would say it's Pati. Mm-hmm, I think okay? so. And uh, then we'll get back and we'll go ahead and start Big Island, Hawaii Island and... Kauai. All right. We'll be right back. I gotta get away. Get away. Get visions away. of better days. Uh. Winds blowing on me underneath the sun rays. With stress and strain in the back of your mind. Relax and recline. Cause everything tonight could be fine. If you ain't tripping off time, it's a mission in fact. Five deep, two in the front, three in the back. Now we can roll like we need to. Proceed to. Uh. Open up the window, let the breeze through. Come on. Headed to the highway. Leave your cap
we are back and we're gonna get right into Hawaii Island or as many people call it now Big Island Big Island although you should call it Hawaii Island I know. okay it's so hard to break that yeah, habit yeah it's just you know when you think about it when you think about calling Big Island just think about the local people and the Hawaiians want you to really call it Hawaii Island because that's what it really is it's just so big <laughs> <laughs> so why are we living on the Big Island do you think why should you go live on the Big Island are you asking me? I'm going to ask you a little bit. Okay. Like, why do you think you would? Well, I mean, it's definitely the cheapest island to right. live on for sure, which is a That would be the main draw. reason, right? Yeah. And it's still Hawaii. It's that raw, <laughs> untouched Hawaii feel to it, which is beautiful. It's not yes. overly developed. It's still alive. It's still alive. It's growing every day. And like we said during um, one of our recent podcasts, you yes. feel the mana there. You do. You feel the mana there. You feel the spirit of aloha. It's alive and well. And the people there are different as well. They're more like, stay away. I know. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, you know, we live in our own little world. And um, there's, it's just that the island is so big that there's large areas of no populations. It's so true. And it's really because of the volcanoes that sit really live, in the middle of the island. You get to live with Pele. You get to live with Pele. And you also get to live in lava zones, which we're going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hear it. Let's learn all about it. But yeah, so if you are a adventurer and you love that raw feeling of Hawaii, then the big island would be for you, Hawaii Island. And there's many things to do over there. Um, it's just your like playground. Yes, I would say that you know we we've kept the big island and Kauai last. And if you can believe it, and it's it just so happened to work out this way, that every island from Oahu to Maui to Big Island to Kauai, it's less and less like away, mm -hmm. you know. And I think really Big Island and Kauai really fit right in there. Absolutely. I don't. I I I, I put Kauai last because me and you we love Kauai the most, really. I know. And it's really raw, and it's really erosive and it's you know one of the oldest islands and then the big island is the newest island it's true so it's just two different worlds yet they're both very removed from the overall hawaii yeah if i can if that makes any it's sense like their own little worlds they really are they are so you know we're going to get into Kauai. why would you move to Kauai? but you would move to the big island because you're about that rawness you're about that adventure you're about mm -hmm. those road trips you're about going through 11 of the world's climates all on one island. That's so cool. Deserts, freezing tundras. I mean, you can do everything. You can go anywhere. Beaches, I mean, tropical rainforest. Everything is on the big island. So Lizards on top of Mauna Kea. <laughs> Koki frogs keeping you up all night. I mean, there's so, <laughs> there's so many things on the big island. So, yeah. So, if you love Hawaii and all its awesome glory... Big Island would be that island. For sure. Yeah. So now the uh, rent, this is th there's some good information and good things of why you want to move to the Big Island, and that would be you're really removed from everybody. There's not a lot of people on the island, on an island that can fit all the other islands inside of it. Wow. So there's almost nobody there. That's why there's a big span in between areas where there's people. It's yeah, there's, so there's like pockets. There's like yeah. pockets of people. So, um, you know, rent is, you know, on average, you're looking at a one bedroom for about $1,100. What a difference. What a difference. And to make ends meet, you know, you, you got to make maybe about $20 to $22 an hour. That's still more than a lot of places. It's true. I know. You know, I mean, you can, you know, you can get away with making $12 an hour on the mainland, but here... 
you still want to be a minimum you know we've gone from anywhere from like this is the cheapest island so you're looking at really twenty dollars minimum wage you should be making to forty dollars so you look you're going you're jumping from big island to oahu you have to make double the money it's a really oahu. big difference yeah. yeah so if you're actually internally living here already on oahu or even maui you might consider you know for me to retire i might want to move to the big island right to have and a good life absolutely but yeah. you know Big Island, it is a lot harder to find work. And it's a lot, yeah, it's important true. To it's, it's a lot harder to find work, and it's a lot more away from everything where you might not be able to get everything that you need or want. True. You might have to grow it yourself, or true. you might have to have it shipped in, and you might have to wait mon months for it to get there <laughs> because you're just not going to have all those big box stores down the street from you. You may have to go into the major cities to get it. It's kind of crazy here yeah, on the Big Island. Very different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hilo, you're looking at Lava Zone 3 and 8. Hilo borderline, right at the top of Hilo borders the 8 zone. So you're completely protected there. Pretty much an 8 zone, you're good. But a 3 zone, you're still good, but you're, <sighs> not, you're not in the best situation. Right. And that's why the costs and prices of Hilo are different. Uh, Hilo is the oldest town, city, in all of Hawaii. Now, the Mauna Loa Macnut Corporation is in Hilo and employs many, you know, a lot in the town. Okay. Uh, Hilo is home to most of the observatories on Mauna Kea. Now, the weather here is, it's very humid and it's very wet. You know, obviously you're going to have, I mean, you're talking about the winter, but in the, but in the summer, it's going to be drier. You know, you'll have some rain, but it'll still be drier. And you also have to deal with all the koki frogs. <laughs> There's a huge amount of koki frogs on the east side of the island, especially in the, uh, the Hilo area and all the way down to the Puna area. And that can either you, you're you okay with that, you can deal with that, or you can't deal with it at all. Can you deal with them? I can deal with it. Yeah. But I can't deal with it to a point where there's so many that it's it's, it's just ear piercing. Deafening. Yeah. It, it, if it's ear piercing, I need to find another place. That's yeah. why when we're talking about the Big Island and about me doing this community on the Big Island for everybody, all the patrons and anyone that wants to move there, I need to actually camp out mm -hmm. outside the land, the, you know, a night and just see how Experience the koki frogs. Yeah. It. I have to see how the koki frogs in the area because if it's too much for me and I bought the land and I did all these things, nobody's want to, no one's going to want to. Mm -hmm. Deal with I hear that. You. Yeah, they're going to be yeah. upset. Um, plenty of local shops, plenty of stores, plenty of farmer markets in the area. A lot of service jobs and uh, resorts, uh, but there's not really any high-end resorts in Hilo. So, you, although Hilo is is busy, it's not like Kailua Kona busy, which we're going to get into that town next. Right. Because that's really most of the tourists go over there. Whereas Hilo, they kind of I don't you know I don't seem like they don't like oh I'm going to go to Hilo for two weeks. They kind of come over for maybe two or three nights. It's true. Yeah, and there's not really any high-end resorts. You're talking about three-star resorts, there's maybe. There's not even a lot of resorts. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a like couple, motels, right? motels yeah. and hotels. Right. Whereas Kailua Kona on the, uh, you know, the west side, you're talking about the high-end five-star resorts and things like that. So uh, Hilo is the largest populated area on Hawaii Island with three times as many people as Kona. Which is so funny to me because all the tourists flock to Kona, yeah. but yet all the residents live in Hilo. Yeah, and crazy. I didn't realize how big Hilo was. Enormous. It's huge, right? Hilo is huge, exactly. Is, now, is all of Hilo the jungle? No, I mean, some of it obviously in, in, in the town, in the city. It's oh, the not, town too, I can't yeah. See, it's hard for me to say city. I know, they call where, it a city. Really, where is there a city? Only, only Honolulu is a city. It's true. There's no other city in all of Hawaii, yeah. right? I mean, we can say... 
but they're really just big towns, I right. guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they say they say Pearl City. Is that really a city? No. Nah, I don't think it's a city. Um, so the costs are from 150000 to 450000 for a home, but they can go into the millions. And then rent. Now, listen to this rent. Rent one bedroom is $850. Two bedroom is $1,250. And three bedroom is $1,650. Wow. So now, are these going to be like the most amazing ones ever? No. I mean, if you if you can live on the beach in Hilo. Well, it's not so much the beach, but the cliff lines. Mm-hmm. You can live along the water in Hilo. So a, thir- a three-bedroom on the water in Hilo is not going to be 1650 No, it's true. It's going to be a lot more money than that. But you're talking about the overall feel and the area of Hilo. Those are kind of the prices. That's Which is not bad at all. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Hilo, obviously there's a lot of jungle there. Yeah. I know that there are beaches. A lot but of farmland. There, there's like um, rocky beaches. So. There's ro- yeah, see that's... So it's that's so the beautiful. thing. So the thing with the Big Island, before we even get into next Kailua Kona, she brings, uh, Amanda brings up a good point. Uh, there's not a lot of amazing beaches on the Big Island because the island is newly formed. And it's really all lava beaches, and a lot of it is ridden with lava rock. Mm-hmm. So you, it's few and far between. There are beautiful beaches in between these cliff lines and these areas, but right. I would I I hate to say this because you know we're thinking of my, we might move there right day mm-hmm. right, and and I know Amanda loves the beaches. <laughs> um, I would say uh, Big Island has the worst beaches. There are some really really no, really stunning really, beaches. No, there is there is. Don't get me wrong. But not in Hilo area. True. Okay, there's not, there's not, there's some stunning beaches in some areas. Okay, but overall, overall, when you look at right. all the beaches on all the other islands, this is the least That's greatest true. beaches. That is true. Yeah, I mean, wa- you're moving here for the prices, and you're moving here for that jungle and real raw mm-hmm. Hawaiian lifestyle of being on an island that is still growing and the volcanoes are still active. It's just another world. Absolutely, it's just another world over there. Okay, so Kailua Kona is a lava zone four. It's a little bit higher. You're more likely you're good there. Uh, it is the most popular tourist town on Hawaii Island. The Kona Brewing Company is in Kailua Kona and employs many in the town. Cool. Yeah, they are also building a large distribution brewery now there. I think it's almost done by now. It should be done, actually. Kailua Kona is a beachfront town for the most part. The weather is it's warmer and drier. And the thing with that is we have a thing here called VOG. VOG tends to cover uh, the area when the volcano is active. That could be, uh, you know, a real bad problem for people who have asthma and things like that. Yeah, if you have bad asthma, you might not want to live in this area. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. consider Hilo. Yeah, yeah, either Hilo or maybe even consider uh, Kohana. Uh, Kohala. 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 Yeah. Because uh, that's higher up, and that's in a, I think that's a, well, we're going to get to it, but I yeah. think that's a lava zone uh, nine. But um, I don't even know if it actually gets up to the, the uh, VOG. And maybe it does. Maybe I'm not giving the right information, but I'm I don't sure. think it does. I think it just goes west right over Kailua Kona. And, yeah, so you got to be careful. That VOG is volcanic ash that gets into the clouds and gets into the air and makes the air very thick. And if you have asthma or any breathing problems, it's going to cause you a lot of... Right. A lot of stress and a lot of torture. So, yeah, you don't want to deal with that. The other thing, the Ironman Triathlon starts and finishes in Kailua Kona. That's very big in Hawaii. So cool. Yeah, Kona coffee is grown only in this town. Wow. A lot of people, you know, oh, you know, is that... <laughs> it's, I know it's weird, but, you know, you'll be buying some coffee or something, and, you, you know, you say, oh, this is why I look... Oh, is that Kona coffee? Where's, where do I get Kona coffee? Yeah. Like, it don't, like, Kona coffee only grows in Kona. I don't even know if they realize that it's called Kona coffee. Because yeah, it grows in Kona. 
I wonder if they just think it's... They probably think it's grown just a name. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just called Kona for some reason, but no. So the best coffee in the world is Kona coffee, and it's grownly grown in the town of Kona. Right there. Pretty cool. Exactly. There's great shopping, great restaurants, bars, and you have the boat harbor. I love uh, it. I think it's Kona. a... Oh, sorry. It's a super cute beach town. No, it's great. But it's, it's great. It's just that it's, it's, it's once again, it's like a Lahaina. It's like a Haleiwa. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, it's just got a little more going on. For sure, it does. You know, because the tourists go there. But at the same time, don't try to get dinner after 8 o'clock because everything's closed down. <laughs> another, right. So another thing on the other islands is, unlike Waikiki, which has like a, you know, things are open to like, I think, 3 a.m., there's none of that on the other islands. Right. There's none of that. Yeah, it's more like a Haleiwa where things close at like at 6 p.m. or the restaurants may stay open till 9, but there's no like this nightlife where you're out till 3 in the morning. Right. On these other, It's just not like that there. So, okay, so prices are 450K to 850 average. So you're really topping out in this area at about, you know, 850, but, you know, obviously homes there can go also go into the millions. It just depends. But the average is 450 to 850. Not bad, though. Which isn't horrible. Yeah, yeah. For Hawaii. For Hawaii and for Kailua Kona, no, it's not bad. Rent one bedroom, 1500. Two bedroom, 2000. Three bedroom, 2600. Now, when you compare that to Hilo, it's a big jump. It's yeah, a huge, yeah. yeah, it's a lot more money to you live in Kailua. You can see why so yeah. many people live yeah. in Hilo. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to head and go over to Kohala. Kohala is in Lava Zone 9. So, you're all set. You're good. Yeah, nothing to worry uh, about. Yeah. Why Kaloa is found in the uh, Kohala district, although why Kaloa is beautiful, living there is way more expensive and known for the place of the Haole. <laughs> that is so beautiful. <laughs> I know, but it's all white people. It's I like know. Lanikai. It's like Kailua. It's like Hawaii here on this island. It's like... Um, it's a shame. It's like uh, Wailea on uh, Maui. You know, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a richy, more Haole area. Yeah. yeah. Kohala makes up north and south, and the dry western shore is referred to as the Kohala Coast. There are many golf courses and seaside resorts here. Obviously, it's going to be more expensive in that area. Kohala is a tale of two climates. We talked about this with the other islands with, Mm -hmm. um, what were you saying, Haiku and the other one there? Right. Uh, You could be on one side that gets five inches of rain a year, and then 11 miles up the road, 150 inches. That is insane. It's like right over the range, and it's just like, boom. You, you go from like a desert atmosphere to a to like a rainforest wow. within within really 10 miles. Absolutely. It's pretty insane. shocking. Yeah. King Kamehameha was born in North Kohala and the first original statue of the king stands there. Uh, and the statue in Waikiki, Honolulu, is a copy of that statue. Oh. Yeah. But they're slightly different, yeah? It's slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. I really think the one here is better. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It looks like they put more into it than the one. On the, I'm just sorry, but it's the That's true. okay. Yeah. yeah, it's how I feel. Uh, plenty of outdoor activities here and great snorkeling and shopping and dining. Uh, prices are 450 to 850 but obviously you can go into the millions too. Rent is one bedroom, 1600 two bedroom, 2100 three bedroom, 2700 So you're looking at kind of Kailua Kona prices Mm -hmm. but not as busy right yeah not as busy and uh just more white people (laughs) 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 if you're okay with that (laughs) but there's some beautiful beaches up there no there are beautiful beaches up there oh totally yeah so that's a nice area uh hamakua now most people say the hamakua coast Mm -hmm. so we're going to go ahead and get in that uh now this is a lava zone seven and eight that's a very safe area uh obviously within hamakua is the waipio valley 
uh, sits within Hamakua District, which is just gorgeous. We, we everybody loves Waipio Valley. Stunning. Yeah. Known as the Hamakua Coast, uh, it's some of the most beautiful coastlines on Big Island. It's also used to describe the drive from Hilo to Waipio. Oh, you know, okay. so you oh, you know, I'm going to go up the Hamakua Coast, and that's usually meaning well, if you're going up the Hamakua Coast. It's going to take you to Waipio. That's so helpful. You, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're going from Hilo to gotcha. Waipio. Yeah, exactly. The rainfall and trade winds are highly prevalent here and produce steep valleys and cliffs. The lush vegetation and lack of sandy beaches contrast sh- sharply with other parts of the island. This is all high cliff lines. Right. And it's just as further you go up here, the further you go up. Because when you get to Waipio Valley, you're just the view here. Before oh you gosh. go down that one-way road, insanity. it's just absolutely gorgeous. And once you go into uh, Waipio Valley, that's it. You can't go any further. That's it. You're stuck down there. <laughs> and, I mean, it would be my dream to live in Waipio Valley. Oh, my God, right? But the homes, you know, we actually, I was actually looking at land on the top of Waipio Valley. Like 66, I can't remember what it was. It was like 66 acres for like a million dollars, something like and that. And that's but just for land. That's just for land. Oh but think, but yeah, but, but you're overlooking the whole valley. You get to see all the waterfalls. Uh, I mean, There's 66 like acres it. for a million bucks. If you can grab a bunch of people together, you could easily afford that. That's and true. Build, and then build tiny homes on it. Like we, like right, I'm thinking. Right. I'm like I'm thinking of doing it. It's absolutely gorgeous. It would be living a dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the volcano uh, Mauna Kea uh, take up the south side of Hamakua, which has some of the best mountain hiking trails. Mm. So you'd love that there. Yeah, I yeah. would. Popular sites throughout Hamakua are Akaka Falls, Umama Falls, Hawaii Tropical Botanical Gardens, World Botanical Gardens, and Kolikoli Beach Park. So there's plenty of great areas here. Awesome. Yeah. The price is now, get just 200K... <laughs> Into the millions. That might be our. That's a huge variety. Yeah, that but, might be the most various. But it, you know, it minimizes at a good price. I don't know what you're getting for. I saw what you're getting for 200k. I actually looked up some homes. It's not much. Okay. You know, but if you can get up into the 500 to 800k in this gorgeous area, you're you're going to be living good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Rent one bedroom 1250. Is that not bad at all? Two bedroom 1900. Three bedroom 2500. Now listen, I mean, uh, we can say this is like, would I want to live here? Absolutely, I'd want to live here. Is there going to be anybody around you? No. It's <laughs> true. Uh, like, like, you have to decide what you want in your life. That's true. Do you want to be around people? Do you want to mingle? Do you want to get away from people? Like, what do you want in your life? You will be secluded this is, here, yeah, right? Yeah, this is one of those places. But you'll be surrounded by so much beauty. Right. So if you're sick of the human race, <laughs> and you're sick of the mainland, and you're like, I'm done with this place, then hey, oh, head up gosh. the coast here at Hamakua. <laughs> Or you can go to Pune, which we're going to talk about right now. Let's do it. Okay, so Pune is the best of both worlds, <laughs> but it's in a lava zone one, two, or three. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so if you're in a lava, this is the only one that we're recommending in lava zone one, two, and three. So you have a 50-50, your house could be burned down. <laughs> <laughs> but that's in if you're in a lava zone one, obviously. But, right. um, you know, I've looked at places in Pune, and um, obviously you want to hang in the lava zone three area because a lot of Hilo is lava zone three. And the likability of a lava flow coming in the next 75 years is minimal. So you're looking at minimal 75 years before another lava flow. So more than likely at our age, that we're not going to ever see it a lava flow. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to live out our lives and there'll never be a lava flow. But once you get in a lava zone one, you're looking at 50 years or, or, or less. So then you got a problem. So you, you don't want to do that. If you do that, you're not going to get insured. You're, you're just both, taking a risk. You're taking as a huge risk. As long as you risk. know it. You're taking a huge risk. Yeah. Exactly. With the size of just under... 
320,000 acres. Are you ready? Puna is just slightly smaller than the entire island of Kauai. Wow. Yeah. The town of Puna is the size of Kauai. That is wild. And that's why they have Lava Zone 1, 2, and 3, because it's so big and it takes up such a vast area that you can have three Lava Zones in it. Wow. It's, it's nuts. That is nuts. Puna is known for its amazing croplands, though, for floriculture, nurseries, macadamia nuts, and most of the state's papayas are grown in Puna, which is regarded as the best place in all of Hawaii to grow papaya. That's pretty cool. The main town of Puna is Pahoa, where many live that want that cheap off-grid lifestyle. That's a hippie town we were talking about that earlier. Is, yeah, that is the hippie town we're talking about. And once again, you could... Now, if you're living in a lava zone one, you'll probably build a home on a lava flow that maybe happened, maybe happened recently in 2018. It's already hardened. Go ahead and build your home up there. Build a little tiny home. Probably cost you anywhere, like probably cost you about $50,000. You don't get it insured. You don't do any of that stuff. You have to live off grid. You have to have solar. You have to have a water catchment. And that's it. And then if another lava flow comes in the next 50 years, you've been living in a house for $50,000, just when the lava flow covers your home and burns it down, just build another <laughs> one. Just build another one just right where you built that one. On top, mm -hmm. of, eventually the lava flow is going to get tall enough to where the lava is going to go around you from now on. <laughs> so I mean, might as well. True. Yeah. yeah. So okay. always an option. So the weather is mild, uh, mild humidity, you know, and, and, and really this is one of the places you got to be careful because there's abundance of rain and this is where mold steps in. Absolutely. There's certain areas of Hilo and certain areas of Puna where you're going to be dealing with mold and you don't want to deal with that. So we're just letting you know ahead of time if you decide to move to a place like this, make sure whatever you're living in or if you rent or anything, your place has been checked and looked at for black mold or mold and it's well constructed. Because, you know, I'll be honest, I, we know some people that have lived in these areas yeah. and then they're not only mold, they're, they're rat infested. It it's, really, it's scary. It can really affect your health badly. It could really you affect your health. Yes, and some of these places have rats. So, you know, there's, there's beautiful places in these areas. There's also shitholes. Yes. So make sure you know and, and, and visit many different places in the area before you decide on the place that you're going to rent or you're going to buy. But, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to go to a place like this because it's very affordable. But if you can manage it, if you want to buy and, and do what I said about putting the building your little home on the, on, the, uh, on top of the lava, fine. But if you're going to rent, make sure you rent in, uh, or, or even buy in that area. I would prefer that you do it in a lava three zone at least. Yeah. Don't go into Lava 2 or Lava 1 because you can't get any insurance for anything there. Lava 3 is the start where you can get insurance for your home. Okay. You know? Okay. The affordable housing prices in Pune have led to an enormous increase in development and have made this district the fastest growing area on the Big Island. It is estimated that Pune will have a higher population than Hilo soon. Pune's house prices have doubled and the price of empty land lots have increased five folds as increasing numbers of people from other locations around Hawaii as well as mainlanders have bought into the last very affordable market in the entire state of Hawaii. That's so crazy. And that's why I want to get out there, we want to get out there somewhere in between Pune and Hilo before it gets to a point where it's not affordable anymore. Because right. people from Oahu, especially with everything that's going on today, they're leaving Oahu and they're moving to places like that on the Big Island where they know 
they will be able to sustain their lives until they pass away. Yep. And these, and as more people from the mainland and more people from the other Hawaiian islands move to Hilo and those areas, we all know what happens. Prices go up. And it's so happening very quickly. It's happening very quickly, especially now with the pandemic. And we don't know what we're doing here. And no one's making money. And it's just like, you know what? Let me take what I have. Let me sell my house here now. And I can live like a millionaire over, over, over on the big island right now. And that's causing prices to go up. So we mm-hmm. have to be very conscious of that. And I really think if the plan is to do that, you got to do it within the next five years. You can forget it. It's not going to be affordable anymore after the next five years. So what are the prices now? Prices now are 100k to 450k to buy. Wow. That's this is why people are going. It's still really good. Even really though it's good. Gone up, yeah. Rent one bedroom eight hundred dollars. Oh my god. Two bedroom twelve hundred. Three bedroom sixteen hundred. That's less than I pay for a one bedroom here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean it's crazy. So this is what's happening. So if you have a desire. To go to the big island and live this crazy life, we told you some good places to go. All right? Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back, and Amanda's going to go over Kauai, and that's going to wrap the show up. We're almost there, guys. (laughs) Okay, guys, we'll be right back. All right. All right. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on Earth, an 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt-A-Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back. We're going to be starting to do Kauai. And um, how are your energy levels doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) This is a long podcast. It's a good podcast. It's an informative podcast. And I think this is going to really help people to figure out where they may want to live. And I'll tell you, this is the most, I don't know anywhere, well, you're going to get a podcast like this that's going to go over all these locations on every island. You're just not going to get it. We're putting all the research together for you guys, so yeah, I hope it's no helpful. Way. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So why would you live on Kauai? I love, Let's love, both cover this. love Kauai. It's definitely my favorite island. Me too. By far. The whole island itself is kind of like a small, sleepy beach town. It's a very <laughs> quiet, slow piece of life, which I'm just ready for. Yeah. Um, it definitely shuts down pretty early at night. There's no nightlife, but I'm cool with that. Yeah. And I love that it's like limited chain stores. It's all mom and pop shops. And I, that's one of the things I love about too. Kauai. I yeah. love it. I love the feel of it. I love that there's so much to do outdoors. Again, it's a outdoorsman playground. It really is. It's for the true adventurer. Everything from kayaking, swimming, horseback riding. I'm talking about hiking. Any, hiking anything that uh, sightseeing, uh, any, surfing. surfing, anything that you can possibly do. Kauai is the best island for really everything. I mean, not for the big, big surf, but other than that, for just basic surfing and every other thing under the sun, Kauai is the island to live on. And it's the most beautiful island. It is the most beautiful. And that is my number one draw. Okay. And that really is too for me because, see, Kauai is the oldest 
next to Ni'ihau, which is the Forbidden Island, so we can't go there anyways. But Kauai, their their mountain ranges are so eroded that they have those sharp edges and beautiful views and greens and and reds and oranges and browns all like mixed together and up against that blue blue water blue blue yeah turquoise blue ocean and you cannot beat those colors and those views and when you look over Kauai you really feel like you're not of in this earth you're not on earth it's true you're They're just in this you I don't know you're on Pandora from the movie to me, yeah. there's just nothing else in this world that I've ever experienced that compares to that. I mean, yeah. obviously, I haven't traveled the whole world, yeah. but it's just, I don't know. I just love it so much. And it's really, truly that old Hawaii feel. Yes. And if you like we said, if you're an adventurer, every island we've said is different. But if you're an adventurer and you just love to be on the outdoors, if you love to camp, mm, camping there you go. is the ultimate on Kauai. There you go. Uh, yeah. It's. I just don't. There's just not enough good vibes. I don't. I don't have anything bad to say about Kauai. There's no. I don't really <laughs> see any drawbacks or negatives. You know. I mean, I just, obviously, I don't know. if you're a person who enjoys nightlife, don't move well, there. Yeah. Don't yeah, move there. Right. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So rent average for a one bedroom is about thirteen hundred, and again, it's an average for the whole island. Right. So you need to make about twenty five dollars an hour to survive here. Yeah. And you know what people do? Like on every island, they survive making less. They just live with. They just live with people. Mm-hmm. This is like how much you should need if you're on your own. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's start with Hanalei, which is up on the North Shore. It is a charming small town on the North Shore, and it only has a population of 267 people. (laughs) So you're probably not going to find anything in this town to rent. (laughs) I know. So it's definitely a rural field, but man, it is rich in natural beauty. You get glorious sunsets. The town is backed by tall, lush green mountains with waterfalls cascading down them. Hanalei Bay. Hanalei Bay is a dream. Oh. And there's other beaches as well that add to the beauty. And it's tropical. It's a beautiful tropical area, too. The entire road from Hanalei to Ka has ocean views, crosses over rivers, offers a backdrop of shades of green of the tropical jungle. It's to me, it's just like the most beautiful area. Yeah, Hanalei is like has always been that dream view from like I don't know what it is, man. When I well, when I went early, obviously it's changed since all the storms and everything that's happened mm-hmm. to Hanalei it's and true. everything in the area. But when I was there twenty something years ago, I mean, I just it was just like this is like. I could, I could live in Hanalei. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous with the pier and just the bay and the mountains in the, in the background. I'm like, this is like, this is South Pacific. It's true. This is South Pacific. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Hanalei Town has everything from historic places to contemporary art galleries. It has wonderful restaurants, bars, mom and pop shops, awesome, awesome food truck scene. I love oh, the yeah. food trucks there. And this is cool. There's no resorts in Hanalei. No, thank God. Many transplants from the mainland live here. It's definitely a Howley area. (laughs) The public schools are above average. It's very expensive to live here. So actually a majority of people living in Hanalei rent. They rent. Instead of owning. Really? Yeah. It's interesting, right? Interesting, yeah. Pricing. Houses range from $1 million and up. Oh my, that's why everybody (laughs) rents. There you go. Sounds like Kahala. (laughs) Kahala is essentially $850,000 and up, so... On Oahu, yeah. So this is a very, very expensive area, and if you want to buy, you might have to get in line. Yeah. You might have to get in line. If you want to rent, well, that's expensive too. Rent is expensive, but it's much more doable. Nineteen fifty a month for a two-bedroom. That's not 
horrible. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. I know. But that was all we could find. So the point is there's not a lot available for rent. You have to really be lucky to get something here that's available. You have to time it just perfectly. So I don't have other prices to compare it to because nothing else is available at the moment. So it's one of the most beautiful places on the island. It's just it's going to be very, very difficult for you to find a place to buy or live. Or and, rent there. And if you're in town, you need to be able to deal with all of the vacation rentals and tourists because there's a lot of them there. So that's one of the problems, right? So a lot of the places there are rented out for vacation rentals when it's a shame or it should be I know, for local people locals. who are living there. Instead, local people come there to use the bay, mm-hmm. but they don't live in Hanalei. It's so true. Yeah, and that's why you were saying, you know, it's just a lot of lot white people because, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> the white person mentality is to buy and 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 rent and profit it's true it is yeah yeah but lifestyle is extremely laid back if you can score a spot here living here is 100 percent Kauai style living. oh yeah oh and it's the wettest part of the island this area gets a lot of rain well it's one of the wettest oh, i mean it's one oh of the north shore I, i'm sorry i'm saying north shore well, is the, the blue hole part. yeah uh, the blue hole oh. right in the center of the island of the volcano there that is the like the that is the wettest part okay of the island. i mean actually all of Kauai itself is the wettest place on earth and there's very wet areas around the island mm-hmm. but the but the Number one is the blue the hole. Blue in the blue hole. Yeah, okay, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this area averages about 85 inches That's of rainfall a, a year. So it does That's get a lot. a lot. That is a lot. And then we're going to move into Princeville, which is also on the North Shore. It's mm-hmm. very close That's to That's very Hanalei. beautiful, too. A lot of it, ranches over there. It's picturesque. It is yeah. just beautiful. It has more residents living here, so a little under 2,000 population. You know, that's not a lot. I know it's not it's a not lot. not a lot of people. But it's still, you know, it's still pretty rural. You're going to have those same dazzling views, the cliffside views overlooking the Pacific Ocean. You'll have the wonderful sunsets. Um, so this was interesting. Princeville was named in 1860 in honor of Prince Albert Kamehameha, mm. son of King Kamehameha IV and Queen Emma. And I just learned that. I didn't know I that. I did not know that either. Mm-hmm. Huh. Initially, it was a coffee plantation. It was later planted with sugarcane and eventually converted to a cattle ranch. So it went through a lot of transformations. Yes, right. The ranches and the cattle ranch are right yeah. up there. Yeah. Today, it's about 9,000 acres that make up Princeville. And it's a community of homes, condos, and there's also resorts. So that's the biggest difference between Hanalei and Princeville. They're so close together, but we have the resorts here. Yeah, so obviously you, can, you, you, have, a very, you have a lot better likeability that you rent in Princeville and then Hanalei is right there. Right, so right. So just use the bay, you know, live in Princeville, and then just go over to Hanalei because the likability, I mean, try. If you can live in Hanalei, amazing. Right. Or if, if you, you can, can buy, amazing. But if not, just go to Princeville. And you're still super close. Yeah, yeah. Most residents own their homes here instead of renting. Good. I thought that was interesting. Good. Yeah, Good. it's very expensive still. But see, once again, when we say things like that is uh, they, they own. But do they rent too? Because yeah. Okay. They do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually have a friend who rents in Princeville. All right, right on. Many retirees live in Princeville, and again, many transplants from the mainland live here, too. Yeah, that's just the way it is. The schools are good. They're above average. The town has a slow pace. It can kind of have the feel of a retirement community. <laughs> but again, you just drive right over to Hanalei if you need a little I don't know if town. everybody's going to be ready for that yet. <laughs> oh, no, but it's really beautiful. <laughs> the town has a library, a grocery store, and of course, Hanalei Town is right nearby. Right on. Oh, and you have Princeville Ranch Adventures. Right, exactly. So you can do some horseback riding and zip lining, ATVs, other and I did adventures. That. That's cool. I did that. I did the horseback riding, and they take you to a private waterfall that's on the property. 
fun. And you horseback to the waterfall. So it was really, really cool. So if you guys happen to do that at Princeville Ranch Adventures, go ahead and do that. That's really cool. Right on. And the island's most luxurious resort is located there, too. Really? Okay. Do, you, do we have a name for that one? Do you know what it is? The, I've never stayed. I've never the stayed Princeville? there. Yeah. It's a I've never stayed. I've never stayed in Princeville. I've never stayed in uh, Hanalei. Oh, okay. So it's like I've gone through the town. I did the adventures and I got out. I didn't even know there was a resort there. Oh, I think it's just called Princeville Resort. Resort, something okay. like that. Okay, I have to look that up. I, look, yeah, guys, look that. that up. And the weather is the same pretty much as Hanalei area. Oh, okay. In terms of rainfall and all of that, pricing to buy a house here it's about four hundred twenty-five thousand, all the way up to 4.5 million dollars see it's, these are really big ranges yeah but really big really everywhere on all the islands crazy yeah rent it's about three thousand for a two bedroom sixteen hundred to eighteen hundred ish for a one bedroom okay so and it's that's, doable it's not horrible yeah for that's the beautiful good. area it's yeah, not bad course. right yeah right on all right let's move into kapa'a all right and this is on the east side of the island mm -hmm. Kapa'a began as a plantation village, and even today, it kind of maintains that small-town appeal with many local shops and restaurants and wonderful, wonderful shopping in general. Right on. The population, it's um, almost 11,000, a little under. Yeah, see, the, these are not big populations on these islands. But this Kauai, is great. Yeah, Kauai is so small, so it makes sense. Yeah. The long and winding Wailua River cuts through the mountains here and it opens into the ocean at the eastern end of this town. So you have that, which is fun. Yes. On the river, you can do kayaking, you can do boating, you can explore the waterfalls. Have you done that? Have you gone kayaking on the Wailua River? I haven't. Oh, I really yeah, want to. Because that'll take you to the Ferns, you know, Fern Grotto and everything there. I've been to the Fern Grotto. Okay, I just yeah. took a boat over there. Yeah, we, we took a, um, we went kayaking and we came right to the waterfalls there. There's plenty, like you were saying, there's plenty of waterfalls you can just bring your kayak right up to. Get out, put it to the side, and walk up to the waterfall. Oh, that's fun. So cool. So I haven't been to Kauai with somebody who enjoys adventures. Oh, so I'm that's only, a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one day. Okay. Anyway, you're going to find a lot of visitors strolling the streets here and biking along the coastline because it is beautiful scenery and mm -hmm. it is kind of a touristy spot. A lot of tourists stay here because it's, you know, it's kind of like a mid yeah, yeah. midway to get anywhere on the island, right. you know. And Kapa'a Beach is just steps from town. You have Smith's Tropical Paradise, which is a luau, but it's also 30 acres of beautiful gardens. Have you been there? I, I, I you know what? I feel that I have, but I can't remember it. It's I can't remember it, but it sounds beautiful. very familiar. It's very did beautiful. Did you go? I did. Okay. That was my first luau I ever went to really? in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, right on. Um, and the garden itself is really gorgeous too. Wow. Averages about 50 inches of rain annually. And oh, not then, that bad. Yeah, not that bad, right? For Kauai. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then pricing. To buy a house, oh boy, here's another yeah, big range. crazy range. Around 350000 to start all the way up to $8 million. Oh boy. That's big. <laughs> I mean, all these ranges are crazy. It just doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. Rent. Three bedroom is about 2100 whereas a one bedroom is about 800 to 1300 It's range. so crazy when you, when actually you think about this, unless you move to the big island and, and, and uh, live in something and purchase something yourself, it just seems smarter to have a renting lifestyle yeah it's just so much seems to be so much cheaper and less headaches it's so true i don't think people understand that all the complications that actually comes into owning a property here like you have to deal with depending on where your home is uh quickly sorry about interrupting like no, this but just good. so people know 
Um, you know, for instance, you know, if you, you know, we have a huge problem with termites here. We have a huge problem with mold here. We have a huge problem with a bunch of different things. If you're a renter, you just tell your landlord and they spend tens of thousands of dollars to fix these problems. And then you just continue to pay your rent. Now, if you own that property, you might it's not your be. your problem. And yeah. Not, yeah. And not only that, you may have to go into your, your house insurance. You, not, you might not be able to pay for it at all. Your house may just collapse and fall down. And, and, and you'll be, there's a lot of things to think about on um, whether you want to rent in Hawaii or whether you want to buy in Hawaii. It's so true. Yeah, and okay. it's such a different mentality than the mainland where it makes so much more sense to, to buy. Rent. To buy. To buy in the mainland. Yeah, in the mainland. Yeah, and here, it's, it's, here it, it makes seems, so much more yeah, sense to, to rent. rent. Yeah. It's a, isn't that crazy? It is crazy. <laughs> because I, I want to own something myself. I, no. I would like to, but the thing is, is most people, I think it's 60% of the, all people on Hawaii rent. You know. It's nuts. It is nuts. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Wailua is also on the east side of the island, and it's actually the site of Kauai's original settlement. It's a small town, and it's known as a coconut coast. That's so cool. It gets its name from the Wailua River. Yeah, yeah. And ancient communities had been built along this river. Yeah, and it's, isn't history. that like the longest? It's like the longest river, or the the only navigable river, river in, in all, all of Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were trying to figure out what that meant exactly. Well, it meant it's the only one really you can go on a large boat on and go all the way up and down. I think There's so. There's no other one on any of the island. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Many cultural and historical sites still remain in the area, including structures reportedly built by the Menehune <laughs> or the island's race of small all people. Right. I had to add that. Yep. <laughs> it houses Kauai's Fern Grotto, so yep. that's technically here. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know what the Fern Grotto is, it is a geological wonder of Kauai. The ferns grow upside down from the roof of the grotto, which was formed millions of years ago. And it also includes a lot of native Hawaiian plants and colorful exotic tropical plants. And it's just all engulfed in a rainforest. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, in the old, I mean, when I was when we were going there, you know, I mean, they were all talking about, you know, oh, this is a great place to get married. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's gotten so busy though with tourism now. Wow. Uh, that not as many people do that as they used to because, and then, you know, once you start seeing pictures of, own oh, the Fern Grotto, the Fern Grotto, the Fern Grotto, you're like, oh, well, everybody's doing that. Why am I going to do that now? I mean, I totally agree. It's when I went, I was, I had the same thought. I was like, oh my God, could you imagine a wedding here? Yeah, it's so beautiful. it'd be amazing. But do you know what's happened? I think a lot of it got destroyed in the storms oh, a few years ago, the I, flooding and all of that. I haven't been there in a while. I so. haven't been there since that either, but I remember reading it and I'm not sure. I think okay. it was restored. Oh, somewhat. I hope so. Yeah. It's just a gorgeous place. It's probably one of the most amazing places if you could have like wedding photos or get married there. Oh, it's just that the whole thing is that you got to keep all the tourists from coming that day. I or know. Like for you to rent, I don't even know if you can even rent that place out anymore by yourself if you were going to have a wedding because it would probably be a ridiculous price. I don't know. To keep idea. all the tourists out of there for the other day. I oh, can't man. imagine. Yeah, yeah. There's also a collection of heiau here, which mm-hmm. are the religious temples. Right. Average is about 50 inches of rain annually. Sounds about right for Kauai. Yeah, and pricing. So to buy is about 325000 all the way up to about 845000 Not horrible. Not nearly as horrible, yeah. 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 Rent, about 1800 for a two-bedroom. Not bad, right? Yep. 1100 for a one-bedroom and about 2500 for a three-bedroom. All right. I mean, not horrible. Not horrible. Yeah. All right, so then let's move to Poipu, which is in the south. Poipu. South Shore. It is very expensive to live. Yeah, it's it's Hollyville, isn't it? It is, and it's it's a resort <laughs> community. Oh, there you go. There you go. 
It not only has amazing scenery and some of the island's most beautiful beaches, but you're also going to have an assortment of incredible restaurants, gift shops, and boutiques. The coastline is spectacular. You'll find plenty of opportunity for outdoor activity, including golf, scuba diving, fishing, or tennis. But Poipu is overrun with tourists. There's only a few residential streets here in Poipu. That kind of makes me a little sad. Well, I mean... You know, know, it's like it's like the holly has taken over. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but if you want the most sunshine and the vacation everyday kind of experience living on the island, this is the place to move. There's low amounts of rainfall, so the days are consistently beautiful and sunny and warm. The area only averages about 30 to 40 inches of rain a year. It's probably about perfect. Yeah, at night, bars and lounges of the resort hotels and local restaurants are a popular scene. Mm -hmm. Now, again, when I say that, everything shuts down early in Kauai. Keep that in mind. But, you know, dinner time or whatever. And then pricing. To buy a house here is about $150,000 to about $4.5 million for a property. So it's just all wide range. Yeah. Yep. 19, and then I had to add this, $19 million for a 13-acre beachfront estate property with (laughs) no house, right? You found that? No, uh, was that, was it no house or was it a giant, like a complex? Oh, um, it was an estate property, that's right. Yeah, it was an estate property, so it actually had multiple buildings on it, but uh, it was oceanfront. 13 acres, 19 million. That's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, no one's going to be able to afford that. No, no, no. I just had to add it because I thought it was funny to add. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then rent. Three bedroom was about 2,800, but a three bedroom on the ocean is 5,000. See the difference? (laughs) Yeah. So, right. So, you could be inland in a three bedroom and on the beach with a three bedroom and it would be, you know, you're looking at a $2,000 price change. Right. Yeah. yeah. One bedroom is about 1,900. Okay. More reasonable. And that's not on the beach. Right. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) All right. All right. So, let's move over to Waimea, which is out west. Mm -hmm. Now, you're in local territory, mostly Hawaii living here it's very hot especially in the summer driest side of the island very little rainfall one of the cheapest places to live in the island so a lot of locals have had to move there recently just because yeah. they've been priced out of paradise I know. I know but it houses a Waimea Canyon yeah Hawaii is much smaller and much more lush version of our Grand Canyon mm-hmm. it is so beautiful it's gorgeous mm-hmm but you have to remember tons of visitors flock there every day. Yeah, that's so true. it's touristy. Mm-hmm. And then nearby, the town of Hanapepe has art night every Friday night. It's kind of like a cool little block party for locals. And all of the galleries open, the shops and restaurants are bustling, artists and musicians and vendors are there lining the streets. So it's super fun. Yeah, it's like a small little lahaina. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's like a taste yeah, of it, right? Yeah. Waimea does not have a very swimmable mm-hmm. beach, <laughs> but over in Hanapepe, there is a nicer beach yes. that you can swim. Correct. It's famous for being the spot where Captain Cook first landed on the Hawaiian Islands. Yep, I didn't get to talk about the last place he landed on the big island. Oh. Where he got it. Did you want to? At Cook's Bay. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> even named it after where they whacked them. Oh, man. That's, I guess, a memory. That's <laughs> yeah, a memory on Valentine's Day. <laughs> on Valentine's Mind Day, you. that's right. 
Waimea was also a long-lived sugar plantation town and a center for early Christian missionaries mm-hmm. once upon a time. And then this was interesting. Yeah. This is news to me. What do you got? A short-lived Russian presence is marked by the ruins of Fort Elizabeth, and the village has the distinction of being the place where King Kamali'i the last holdout in King Kamehameha's efforts to unite the archipelago finally gave up. Okay, that's him. Isn't that cool? So that is, okay, so that king was related to King Kamehameha. I think he was King Kamehameha's uncle because he defeated his father and his brother on Oahu. And then he gave up. And he gave up because he knew his his um, nephew was coming. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave up before. So King Kamehameha never had to take Kauai. Right. He, he, he just gave up. Yeah, they, they gave it to him. Wow, but yeah. that's so fascinating. Yeah, I know yeah, that too. Is, yeah. All right, so pricing. To buy here starts around 225000 and it goes up to around 580000 And that's not bad. You see how affordable it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's a couple of million in there, but I mean, for overall pricing, this is very affordable in that right. area. Yeah. And rent about 1800 for a oh, three-bedroom. It's pretty great. It's amazing. 1500 ish for a two-bedroom. Yeah, that's great. Couldn't that's find any one-bedrooms available for pricing on that. Yes, I mean, that area is really local, though. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be cheaper. It's, but it's way out there, you know. It is way out it's there. So again, there. the commute, yeah. If yeah, you there's have no. To go I don't think there's any Walmart or Costco <laughs> out there. <laughs> there's not. You know, and so probably if you want to just get the basic things like batteries, you probably have to go to a special store. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, yeah, so you just, it just all depends on where you want to live, and how many people you want around you, and how much you want to take care of yourself and grow your own crops and, and, and things like that, and or if you want everything around you at once. Right. It's just going to depend on where you want to live. So that kind of wraps it up. I think that kind of encompasses all the islands and all the best places to live on every single one of them. We're done. We did it. <sighs> <laughs> to all our patrons, thank you so much for continuing to support us, especially during these hard times. Absolutely. We all understand, and we all love you guys, and we all hope you all remain safe. And to those who are listening to these free podcasts, if you find value in them, please consider becoming one of our many patrons so you can continue to be informed. Absolutely. You'll get an additional two episodes every month. Two episodes. And as we grow and as we get more and get past our first goal, we'll be doing even more episodes every month. Yeah. Right on. So, okay, we're going to end up closing this off with one on one by natural vibrations all right are you ready to do a big shoot and oh don't forget next week is hawaiiana it's gonna be so fun yeah Yeah. okay ready all right shoot aloha aloha i wanna meet ya next saturday i wanna meet ya on a day wanna get to know ya a little bit better I wanna meet ya In the midnight hour One on one Love One on one Lovely One on one Touching One on one Oh, you look so good. Cool.
They mafi suk suk, butter butter suk suk Butter butter suk suk, butter butter Oh baby let me rock that lotion Then me rub it in slow motion Send me pass a song a potion Send me do it like the ocean Send me suk suk, butter butter suk suk Butter butter suk suk, butter butter You see they please you in the morning Them I please you at night They mafi please you, tease you, do you And they make you feel alright Because they like the way you move And they like the way you go So definitely, oh baby you're so sexy They mafi suk suk Butter butter suk suk, butter butter suk suk, butter butter. They mafi suk suk, butter butter suk suk, butter butter suk suk, butter butter. How you look at it, it's still aloha. Be puno, be righteous.
And I wanna take it higher I wanna get high With a little aloha I can touch the sky With a little aloha Aloha mm-hmm.